0: Well, whether you think the dress is blue or black or white or gold, we can all agree on one thing, and that is that we don't care. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 158, for the week of Wednesday, the 4th of March, 2015. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are...
1: Justin. John.
0: And Ben. This episode is brought to you by the Pop Culture Superstore and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Sideshow Collectibles R2-D2-1-6 scale action figure, and our discussion topic is a breakdown of Star Wars Black Series 6. We spiffing,
2: breathing, great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you were the least convincing, John. So I'm going with you first. What, what what has been happening with you this week?
1: Um, about the same as every week. Just more work and oh, I, I did. I uh, I broke a fan belt on the way to work one day. That was my, oh my big gosh. excitement for the week. So <laughs> did that you know. mean you got to
0: go to work late?
1: Um. Well, I was on my way. I was about halfway there, and uh, the battery gauge started going down, but it was really cold. I thought, oh, it's just not charging fast enough, and then the temperature gauge started going up. I'm like, uh-oh, so I started to pull over, and um, I was turning off, and uh, I realized there was no power steering, and that's oh, kind of no. when I figured out what was going on. So um, I was only about an hour and a half late for work because I pulled in a garage, and they got me taken care of. Oh,
0: so. That was good, of them.
1: Yeah, it was $300 later. but.
0: You uh, know. I. Yeah. Cars cars and teeth they're the two things that can Man. cost you mega bucks when you're not expecting it.
3: Mm, yeah exactly. Buy the money pits. Yeah. Don't get any return on investment?
0: No, that's right. <laughs> uh, ben, how are you? Good,
3: good. I have uh, been exchanging some messages with Justin and normally well, when Justin and I exchange messages it's, you know, something about Marvel Legends or something similar but um, had a, a few backwards and forwards uh, as I decided to wage war on a, a wasp's nest <laughs> outside of my house. Uh, I, I called upon his years of experience on, on the best way to uh, tackle it. So <laughs> And, yeah, I listened to him. He, he told me I, I wasn't to do it during the daytime, so I did. So I was
2: out there in the dark giving it my best shot.
0: Oh, why not in the daytime, Justin?
2: So the best reason is because wasps are like little supermen. They draw a lot of their power from the sun. <laughs> so uh, they will try and protect the nest in the daylight hours to the best of, the, of their ability. And once once the sun goes down, uh, they all come back to the nest at night to protect their queen, which is their sole purpose in their little lifespan. And that way you can be pretty assured that you're going to get most of them, or if not all of them, at nighttime because they're all hovering around the nest to protect I, the queen.
0: I did not know that.
2: Yeah. It's and not- then... Ben, you probably noticed as well. They don't take much. Once you spray them, they are sort of drop down. Their uh, exoskeleton skin doesn't doesn't like spray that much either. <laughs> yes, I've given it a go. I still see
3: one or two getting around, so I'll have to give it another mm. go. Ugh.
4: Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Yes. So I was talking to Justin about whether or not I should just get an exterminator in and get them to do absolutely everything. So between mm. the, you know the spiders and all the other good stuff, that uh, does supply me yeah. with uh, en- endless stories to torture John about. Um, yes. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: Which is yeah. valuable.
3: <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's right. That's yeah. right. But it's getting to a point where, you know, uh, our um, insectoid visitors are uh, starting to well and truly outnumber us. Yeah,
0: mm. I, I'm at the point now where any interaction I have with Australian flora or fauna, I think, oh, I must tell John about this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Great. I'm at the point now where I just squash everything with my hand. I can't even be bothered. <laughs>
0: Um, so, Justin, we, mm-hmm. we've kind of moved from Ben to you, but we haven't asked you. Besides squashing bugs with your hand, how are you? Mm-hmm.
2: I'm 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 okay. We had a family celebration uh, overnight, and I'm just a little bit uh, worse for wear, and that uh, sort of lightheaded to dark headed to uh, anywhere in between at the moment. <laughs> <But> okay, <laughs> I'll get there. You so know, at not... our age, it's not wise to uh, yeah. To excess. No, so excess. Hey, takes... getting on? Yeah, yeah, it takes about three weeks to uh <laughs> kind of in the real world.
3: <laughs> can't so handle your, your liquor anymore. No, you can't.
2: So
0: you can't be held completely responsible for anything that you say tonight. Is that what you're saying? Uh,
2: well, I've had a good sleep today, so we'll see how we get.
0: Good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, um, speaking of flora and fauna, my day has involved uh, trying to evict a small. Legion of redback spiders from our garage,
3: yeah
0: Because um, we are in our new housing estate um where people are still building, and we've been through mice already, um which they're still kind of around, but not in the proportions that they were, but there's redbacks everywhere um at the moment, so and sure are they enough poisonous, oh yeah, Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there is an venine you know, that's, I don't think, you know, many, uh, as, as long as you can get treatment, but obviously best avoided. Um, yeah. So, you yeah, know, that was great fun. And then, uh, but before all that happened, I ducked out quickly this morning and came back to a house of screaming ladies, um, because <laughs> as well as my... Does this uh, kind of I mean,
3: have something to do with pants?
0: It happens a lot to me, you know, <laughs> just kind of walk in places and it's embarrassing, but... Um, <laughs> But we had extra, we had girls sleeping over last night. Um, Side note, weird parenting moment because my daughter had a birthday party last night, the oldest one, and it was like a mixed affair of boys and girls and pizza and a movie. And then the boys went home and the girls slept over. And I was like, wow, we've really hit this kind of new phase of parenting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I went out to get breakfasty things and came back. And while I was out, one of our cats had... Um, walked into the house and spat out a half dead mouse, um, <laughs> which of course no one would touch, and so I had to take it out and then make it all dead. And um, we're,
2: yeah, we've got a uh, a kitten that just keeps eating slugs, <laughs> yeah. and slugs slugs have this defence mechanism of when they're when they're being attacked, they produce even more mucus that makes them even slimier. So the kitten will come in with uh, bark, twigs, um, dirt, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. rocks stuck to its face. and it takes, You have to get like the wet ones out, you know, the, the baby wipes to just sit there and wipe its face for about half an hour. Oh. <laughs> uh, the first time it came in, we thought, oh, my God, what's it got? We thought it had like a massive stick insect. Ravius. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, cats, man.
3: We can laugh about rabies because we don't have it in Australia. That's right.
2: Really? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Cool. Everything else that will kill you except we don't have rabies. That's right. We don't have rabies. That's (laughs) That's
0: right. There you go. There's the John Learned Something About Australia moment of the podcast right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty
0: cool. Usually he finds out that we don't have some form of um, highly preserved food, um, but today it's rabies.
1: Mm. I actually thought about you guys yesterday. I saw a big can in Walmart and it said beef chunks on it. So, Oh, what? A can <laughs>
0: of beef yeah. chunks? Well, thank Quite you, John. A can of beef chunks. That
3: just sounds as as good as a can. <laughs> yep.
0: Oh, dear. Actually, I was reading a recipe today and it had cherry tomatoes. In it. it was an American recipe and it had cherry tomatoes in it and it said two cans. I'm like, I don't understand, like, why you wouldn't just buy cherry tomatoes? Like, why do you need them in a can?
2: Let me provide some photos about the cherry tomatoes that just grow out of – do you guys get that down south a bit, that uh, cherry tomatoes just grow spurt everywhere? Like, (coughs) we have, like, (laughs) thousands upon thousands of cherry tomatoes that just grow straight out of the ground here. Oh, yeah. I mean, people do
0: plant them here, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have, like – like wild cherry tomatoes.
2: Yeah, and it's it's everywhere. It's out the front lawn, back lawn, down the down the back of the house. It Just I That's can't. Bizarre. Yeah, I can't walk anywhere without. Uh, any cherry tomatoes. Yeah, thousands, thousands. And you thousands. sure those aren't strawberries? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten them, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't have strawberries in Australia, John. Strawberries.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, yeah, here's another one for you, John. I found a strange weed in my garden, and I was looking at it, and I thought, gosh, that looks familiar. And it had um, it had these it little black berries on it. five leaves. No, no, no. no we don't uh, have that. So, so much worse than that. And then Mrs. Shake came out, and she's going, oh, yeah, I meant to mention this weed to you the other day. I've never seen it before. And I went, hmm, hopefully you never will, because um, it's actually deadly nightshade. And she went, oh, Jeez. is that bad? And I, yeah, see those little blackberries? That, you know, they go from green to sort of dark purple, almost black. And she's like, yeah. And I said, yeah, about three to five of those will kill an adult. Mm. So, <laughs>
0: thus the deadly.
3: Mm. <clears throat> yep. Huh. Yeah. They're one of the most lethal plants in existence. Did she say, <laughs> okay, get I'll, I'll take care, care of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, they even, um, you can eat, apparently years and years, years, you know, like a thousand years ago, they actually used to use it, because of its um, hallucinogenic properties, but apparently they stopped using it because the the hallucinations that people have are um, are horrendously bad. And so people went, eh, it's actually not a lot of fun, so let's stop doing that.
0: (laughs) Well, for those of you that haven't locked yourself in a closet or crawled under the bed or something from discussions of killer (laughs) insects, rodents and (laughs) plants... Um, we are actually going to talk about some toys, and I think we should probably get started with some articulated news. Fine. <laughs> <sighs> Impossible.
2: The Hall of Justice under attack.
1: Batman behind bars. You from Kenner's Superpowered Collection. Hall of Justice playset. Some assembly required. Vehicles and figures sold separately.
0: Well, last week we announced a exciting new way for you to interact with, uh, the articulated news. We have launched a subreddit which is a our own section of reddit and all you need to do is go to reddit.com and search afb podcast and you can submit news items that you would like us to cover. And then you can also vote up and down the news items, uh, that you think are most interesting. And each week we will now, uh, start the news with the top news according to you. So the most popular news item on the AFB subreddit this week was actually submitted by Drew Nowski. Thank you, Drew Nowski. Uh, I assume that's two names, but you never know. Um, and this was one that I hadn't actually um, seen at that point, and it is uh, S.H. Figure Arts has announced uh, Avengers Age of Ultron figures, and we've seen uh, the Hulk in particular for the first time. And so this is, I think, uh, an interesting option for people that might want to collect some of these... Uh, Film toys, but don't want to go down the hot toys angle. Um, and I have to say that that uh, Figueroa Hulk looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. the shorts. Uh. <laughs> oh,
0: it's yeah. the pants, yeah. And
3: we'll probably get to it later when we talk about another Hulk. But yeah, it's, um, yeah I, I think the actual design looks good and certainly the articulation, but. I don't know whether I'm just a, a just not a fan of the age of Ultron Hulk because of the pants. Well, there's a few things, but uh, you know, let's let's talk about him a bit later. But um, okay, yeah, hmm. I, I actually would like to know how big this Hulk figure is actually. So, mm. I'm quite quite curious.
0: Well, I think um, I mean, obviously, it is a. Six-inch scale line, yeah. and so if you look at him, uh, I'm obviously we don't know whether or not the photos we're seeing are in scale, but um, mm. he is significantly taller than Iron Man Cap, mm. He's like
3: he's a good eight inches, and then behind him in the promo shot is a, a Hulkbuster yeah. shadow.
0: Oh, thank goodness! Because I was worried. I was worried that no one was going to make a Hulkbuster. No, that's wrong. Yeah. I will
3: one thing that's interesting with this, the figure arts Hulk, is it has this new, um, the, the oh, I don't even know, we need to come up with a, a proper name for this double-jointed shoulder thing, this articulation. We've seen it on a couple of Marvel Legends figures. If you mm-hmm. actually have a look, there's two lots of articulation in the shoulder joints. Hmm. And so it allows you to bring the, um, the arms further around over the chest, which, um, you know, mm-hmm. you're not able to do. And so to see that kind of articulation on a figure this big, like, that's definitely a first.
0: Well, is that so he can, like, you know, fold his arms and pout properly? Or? Kind of, yeah. Okay, it does yeah. allow that,
3: that additional articulation. Normally you can't get the arms past sort of parallel in front of the body, and this allows them to sort of almost come in and touch hands. Oh, there you go. So you know, if he had open hands, he could do his, his famous kind of sonic clap, and yeah. that he does that, – that's an attack. It's not a you know, sexually transmitted disease.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, no word about inclusions yet.
1: Yeah. The chest joint looks pretty camouflaged, well camouflaged on that too.
3: Yeah, like that. and it's quite significant too. It's not just a you know a single joint. It looks like it's a proper um, you know rocker joint that will go from left to right, uh, forward and back, and then twist as well. So yeah, I'd, I'd be very curious to see this one in hand.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I quite like it. Mm, mm. Um. And then the second most popular piece of news was still Hulk, still. Age of Ultron, but it was the uh, Hot Toys, uh, Hulk, and they've announced a, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron Hulk, and then also a deluxe set. And the difference in the deluxe set is that, uh, it come, they both come with two different heads, so there's kind of yelling and grimacing, um, you know, which are totally different. And then the, Hulk uh, deluxe set comes with an extra body that is mm. the Hulk smash uh, position without any joints, etc. So thoughts on this?
3: I don't like it at all.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: Explain. No, I'm not feeling it at all. I don't know what it is um, about the – it almost looks like he's too squat in, uh. in height, like he, he looks very – Thick, but doesn't sort of give that appearance of being tall. But what's really throwing me off is the hair. Um, he looks like he's got the start of a fro going. <laughs> you know? not, you know, not that that's a bad thing. They've obviously gone, you know, with, uh, you know, that, that sort of, you know, actor likeness type situation. But yeah, yeah. That hair just looks really peculiar. It looks like something out of like a, you know, a late 70s Italian porn or something. <laughs> um, and then that was
2: quite like, specific, ben. It was, wasn't
0: it? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Are you referencing a particular film from 1970s, Italian porn? Well, you know, he has
3: got the hairy chest and the hairy belly to go with it. Okay. Um,
0: And then you throw in the weird
3: shorts, and it's just kind of peculiar.
0: So on the hair, if this is like the uh, first Hot Toys Hulk, um, I think one thing that makes it a little bit challenging is that it is a separate piece, Because in order to, uh, get the eye movement thing happening, which to me is a waste of money, but, you know, I can't, uh, of all the things that I can imagine adjusting toys, okay, I'm going to change the pose, whatever. How often are you going to say, I'm going to make him look to the left instead of the right? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, but to facilitate that, the hair is an extra piece. And so I, I actually, felt a little bit like dead about the first one. That the the hair was kind of a bit too big, but that's why, and I would imagine that this is the same thing. Um I I I mean, I realize that the uh Age of Ultron Hulk has kind of a more uniform um thing happening as opposed to just the ripped pants, but these are different from anything else that I've seen and they're worse than anything else I've seen. Yeah. This is like, you know, Hulk in 80s gym gear.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's, um,
3: the open mouth roars is not too bad, but the grimacing one just looks like he's taken a dump. Right?
1: Just, yeah. Um, Look at the teeth on the open mouth one, though. That's crazy. He's got about 800 teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple of cavities, it looks like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, my main thing with this is that uh, when I first saw the Hulk smash thing, I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, hold on, if you want that, buy a statue. Mm. Like, you know, that that that's really kind of blurring the line between action figure, I don't know. like So I, I'm sure it's more a case of how are we going to sell this um, when we've already made one, and yeah. so it's a point of difference thing, but um, yeah.
3: I, I understand uh, one of my big pet peeves is the constant need to reinvent the costumes and the looks of the characters. I mean, that's pretty obvious that when you're you're making a, a huge movie like this, you need to change the looks so that the merchandisers have got something to work with each time and, you know, something fresh to go with, uh, which is why Captain America's, you know, outfit keeps changing. Um, but I just... I feel sorry for some of these companies who, you know, get the promo material and go, oh, okay, well, we've got to make a figure of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, you know, this is a classic example of where some of it just doesn't work. I mean, these shorts might look good on film, but... Um, they look really odd. Looks like he's in his yoga
1: pants. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming that that is an explanation for why his pants grow with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We'll see that like a in the real film world sort of thing.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I think, you know, Tony Stark pretty much invents costumes for them all. Um and and then, you know, I'm sure there'll be a, a nice witty moment between him and Banner. Um,
1: you know what's kind of disturbing me more is there's a um in those shorts there looks like there's a um, mm-hmm. little Hulk Mm-hmm. A little
0: hog. Yeah, the whole package. <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's He's packing. Yes. I, I did notice that and thought that that was a bit of, uh, hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and much so, smaller than I would have expected. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, moving on, uh, to, you know, something Steroids. much more palatable like zombies. Um, the, uh, next, uh, most popular news item this week on the AV podcast subreddit was announcements about more Walking Dead TV figures. So we know that, uh, series 7.5 has a Daryl with the mask on a Rick and a flu walker. And series eight includes another Rick. Thank goodness. Uh, But then four new characters, Eugene, Morgan, Dale, and Bob. So if you are enjoying collecting these, that's a bunch of new additions. Um,
1: Who who, who asked for Eugene?
0: uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I have to say – I don't understand this uh, second half of this current series of walking dead at the moment. They've got this huge cast and half of them haven't had a line in like and Eugene's one of them that I think we've seen him under they've been there but they've said nothing. So yeah. Um but he,
3: he tried to drink some water with purpose. <gasps>
0: True. True.
1: And they stopped him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, and uh, Dale comes with uh, a lawn chair, which I think is really cool, Um, like the one that he sat on top of his RV. And Bob comes with a removable leg and a barbecued leg. (laughs) Spoilers.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Damn it. Oh, that's funny. So, there you go.
1: And um, I can confirm that Walgreens has the blind bag packs now.
0: The uh, building there figures. You go. Well, I've also seen. Sorry, I've also seen somewhere because they we're starting to see some Wave Nine figures, and one of them was a Herschel with the bandana thing over his face, like um, mm. Daryl. I gotta say, I don't get that at all. Like you know, of all the different versions of characters that you could make, I mean, obviously it's a. Yeah, they can reuse the bodies and they just have to sculpt a new head kind of thing, but I I really can't imagine wanting a figure like that.
3: It's like that great um, Terminator Salvation where they couldn't get Christian Bale's likeness right. <laughs>
0: so
3: all his figures had baseball caps, um, sunglasses, and
0: something. Is that fun. right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. That's great. Um, and then uh, my last piece of news and the last bit of top news from the subreddit is... Um, and uh, this was submitted by Silbert, and this is DC Comics Gotham Night Batman six scale figure. So they've already done a blue and uh, blue and grey, and now we're getting a black and grey six scale figure with um, three head sculpts, of which two I think are really weird. They are, aren't they? Mm. In fact, I don't like any of them. No, no yeah, I don't either. No.
3: No, I struggled with all of them. I, yep. um, I'm normally a big fan of long ears. Like, I really love the way guys like Simon Bisley, John Bolton, you know, have done that sort of long tapered ears. But um, these are just over the top. They're just joy- <laughs> gigantic.
0: Yep. even the, so, he's got kind of very, very short ears, uh, probably normal long ears, and giant long ears. The giant long ears just look ridiculous. Um, but even the normal long ears, I'm not really loving that head sculpt. Um, but odd
3: shape, like they, they don't taper in
0: enough. I don't, I think,
1: I think they drew him that way during, uh, nightfall on covers.
0: You're right. They don't taper in enough.
1: Yep.
0: They look more like horns, you know, like it's not, it's not, yeah. So, but this comes with, I mean, if you are a fan of the black and gray costume, then this is going to be your six skill sideshow Batman, and it comes with the three uh heads, but then also interchangeable um face, uh like the interchangeable faces, so like the mouth. So, you know, there's basically nine combinations you could have mm. there. And there's kind of normal, slightly grimacing, and bared
1: teeth. So I don't like any of those faces. I really just <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are just against this. Yeah, we're having a bad night, aren't we? Yeah. I, I want to like this because I like this line even though I'm not I'm buying it anymore. Um, and and there definitely there's a market for for this, and I'm sure that they'll have no problem selling it. Um, one thing I do like is that it seems to come with um, little stands for the other heads, Mm. So if you want to display your Batman with two decapitated Batman, you <laughs> can. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, but actually I don't. I like that. Like one of the um, sideshow things oh, recently came with something like that for one of the heads. And I thought, you know, that's actually quite a nice way of showing, you know, those different pieces. So and the obligatory, you know, accessories in a billion hands. <laughs> Including one of the
1: kryptonite rings.
0: Oh, really? Mm. Again? That's interesting. Okay, well, that is the top news from our subreddit, and that is also my news. Um, So I am handing over to Ben. Thank you, sir. Uh, And ARH ARH
3: Studios, Inc., um, are a little company uh, that could. That's a, a couple of guys who are big fans of statues and stuff like that. So they've actually gone out and started producing their own pieces. Uh, these guys actually specialize in quarter-scale fantasy pieces, and while they, uh, they do a lot of original uh, work, they did actually recently announce that they have the Frank Rosetta license, hmm. and they'd be producing quarter-scale statues based on Frank's work. Uh, if you listen to the show for a while, you'll remember uh, way back how excited I got at the news that they were doing a one-quarter-scale Death Dealer, uh, and that's actually Death Dealer on his horse. Um, so that was uh, attempted before by Bowen way back uh, in, a, in a much smaller scale. Um, so this is a, a giant piece and they did a, a limited run at the New York Comic Con last year and it was limited to orders during that con and uh, I debated and debated and finally uh, I pressed the button and I'm kind of glad I did because um, I, I paid for mine some time ago and the regular edition is now up for pre-order, and with the uh, the drop in the Australian dollar, I'm really, really yeah, glad yeah. I mm. got it when I did. Um,
0: so, yeah, you, you well, don't have it yet, though, do you?
3: So, no, I haven't actually picked up uh, the statue yet. I believe it is shipping in September, though the uh, the first artist proof uh, photos have actually come through and it looks pretty darn impressive. Um, so, th- this is a, a, an enormous piece, obviously, a quarter scale statue of a, of a guy sitting on a horse. You can imagine how big it is and it's got a price tag to match. Um, it'll be out. Would that make it a quarter horse? <laughs> quarter horse? It would. Oh. Boom tish. Boom tish. <laughs> Um, so, this guy's going to set you back um, 800 US dollars or about 12,000 Australian. Um, so, that one's up for pre order now, and you can get that from the, um, uh, uh, the ARH website because they do do something similar to um, um, what do you call it the, the, the FlexPay type situation. Um, and in other news, they have a what they're referring to as the Huntress. Um, if you're uh, even a, a remotely interested in fantasy art, you'll have probably seen all these images at one time or another. And this is based on the Frazetta painting where um, the huntress is surrounded um, or she's got a saber-toothed tiger on either side of her and uh, they're, they're looking rather aggressive. Um, that's another very big statue. Um, you quarter scale, you're looking at three different pieces. Uh, and this one's sort of you know, two feet by two feet by two feet. So it's a, it's a huge statue as well. Uh, and that one's going to set you back seven hundred US dollars.
2: So, how nervous are you going to be when you get your shipping uh, order through? Because <laughs> what are we talking about? Nearly forty-five kilos.
3: Um, I, I oh, geez, I can't. Remember. I did actually read on one of the 98 forums. Pounds? Mm. Yeah, how big? It's, oh my yeah. gosh! Someone actually told me it's coming via two boxes. They'll yeah. actually ship ship it separately because the comp- there's just so many components and. Mm. The base will come in a separate um, separate piece. So, yeah, yeah we'll see. Uh, and the last one is um, one of my favorite Frazetta ones just because of its subtlety, and that's uh, they've named this one Atlantis. And this is that image um, Frazetta did of a sort of a, an ancient, sort of Romanesque, or sorry, Greek esque looking guy um, with a, a pole arm over his or a javelin over his shoulder with his shield. Um, I guess what's really interesting about some of these statues that they're doing is they're basing it on reference art that only has that sort of one angle, and so they're obviously having to interpret the parts that they can't see. So um, they're working quite closely with the Frazetta estate to to ensure that they're sort of capturing um, what they believe oh. Frank would would be, be happy with. So, um, yeah, he's $385. And ARH do very, very small production runs on a lot of their statues, so if these are the sorts of things you are interested in, you should get in early, because some some of their older pieces command huge dollars on the secondary market. So, very
1: nice. I was thinking if you had the... We're getting the boss fight, uh, you know, Medusa and Spartan Warriors and had them gathered around that statue in a big battle, that'd be pretty cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think this guy's amazing. So... Unfortunately, you know, I mean he's gonna be huge even with that that massive base that's straight yeah, out. Yeah, the... two feet tall, twenty five oh.
2: inches. It's yeah. a shame he doesn't have his name on the base. Yeah, well
3: that's right. It's a perfect <laughs> opportunity,
2: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Actually was... the last time I was in Adelaide, um the uh, my friend Adam not our Adam, but Adam at Adelaide Comics Centre showed me this giant uh It's like Batman animated bust thing that they got in, and, you know, it's like $250, and it's got Batman at the bottom. And I I was like, I'm so glad that they put that there, because otherwise I'd have no idea who it was that I just paid $250 for. Yeah. all right. Uh, moving
3: on, and one that came out from the guys at Three uh, Zero was announcement of a Matrix, as in the movie, the Matrix, one twelfth scale armoured Personnel Unit. Um, and if you can't remember what any of that is, just uh, see if you can remember that big mech in the second film that they were using, where the guys actually got in them and, and were blasting the, the little sentinel robots. Um, and this is a, a monster this is 13 and a half inches tall, so it 's this giant mech exoskeleton thingy. Um, it even comes with a six inch uh, pilot figure who 's actually oh my goodness it? wow and manning it it 's very very impressive the um, so I saw an image before I saw the price, and I thought, "Wow, this is going to have a, a serious price tag," and, and it does. But the level of detail in this thing is just insane. Like the the amount of bits and pieces, and you know hydraulics and cables and all that sort of stuff uh, is just phenomenal. And uh, I, I think, you know, Justin, this is an absolute must because you know you can stick one of your Marvel Legends Shield agents or something in it. And, <laughs> You know, really, really pimp out your um, your shield diorama. I think you should army build this. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I'm probably going to get the three, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: so, look, this guy will be out in third quarter 2015, and you're looking at about 380 US. Um, but, like, this thing is just crazy with all you know the, the, the level of detail. It's fully articulated. So you've got all the, the bits that do actually a lot of the... Um, Cabling and stuff like that is actually real metal uh, cable and springs, etc. Um, one thing I did actually notice is if you actually go to the 3 website, there is actually a deluxe version that comes with additional ammo boxes for for loading him up, but it also comes with a, an additional six-inch figure of um, a loader. Wow! So as in someone helps you know getting it ready. So yeah, so this is um, this actually has light up bits and runs on batteries and all that sort of stuff so it's, um, it's, it's pretty insane in terms of the level of detail and in fact I, you, know, you have to wonder why it isn't a lot more when you think that you know, this is pretty much the same as the Hot Toys Hulk in price yeah. so um, I think you're getting a bit of a deal there oh, impressive. very nice um, and also from Um, this one came out of nowhere, I didn't know this was in development in any way shape or form and that is a 1.6 scale uh, Heisenberg who is, of course, Walter White from Breaking Bad. Um, and this is a, a really nifty figure. I just I didn't know anything about it. So uh, it is, it's Heisenberg in his traditional outfit. You, you take one look, he's got his, his um, familiar sort of canvas shoes that we know and love. He comes with his um, pork pie hat, his sunglasses. He comes with um, uh, a couple of bundles of his blood money. Etc. That you can pose him in, and um, a pretty darn
0: good likeness. Oh, it is amazing. But, yeah. but but why would you want one of these when you could buy the talking seventeen-inch bendable ones that we covered last or week?
3: The unarticulated wow. ones from Mezco. <laughs> no, they Yeah, bendable.
1: I was going to ask.
0: <laughs> bendable. <laughs> bendable.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, this. I is, like that, that know, he comes
1: with both as sunglasses yeah. and regular glasses. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But he doesn't come packed out with a lot of extras. Certainly um, when com- you compare him to some hot toys, you basically got two sets of hands because he also comes with a, a pistol. So he's got sort of the generally sort of relaxed open hands. And then there's the actual holding a pistol hand. So you only get four hands total, um, some stashes of um, cash, the gun, the sunglasses, and the hat. But um, he comes with the, the the outfit that we're quite familiar with. And you're looking at um, 150 US for this guy, which I think is
2: actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. his so. arms moving everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: He, <laughs> what <did laughs> He's you see? articulated? His arms moving everything. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said his eyes, and I was like, no.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do like how um, basically the guy who plays Walter White is not mentioned anywhere. Like we we can't use his name. Instead, it says that they have a, um, you know, head sculpt with realistic likeness to the character portrayed in the series. Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> so I don't know what's going what does on that there. Mean? Yeah. So I, I don't know, but whether Brian Cranston didn't give it his uh, approval, but they they had the ability to go on without his blessing or something. I don't or know. Or
0: it might be just uh, badly written. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> well, could it Could be.
3: Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, I really like that, very impressive, two really nice pieces from Three Zero this week very good. And in my last, um, we've got the folks from the Hollywood Collectibles group Who we seem to be talking about more and more They seem to be doing lots of really nifty movie related stuff um, Have announced that they're doing the Colonial Marines dog tags from the movie Aliens And uh, first up there's five different Marines You've got Apone, Bishop, Hicks, Drake and Frost And these are, from what I understand, uh, exact replicas of those that the actors wore in the films. So they're made of a a clear acrylic with all the details printed on them. And you can actually get them individually or you can buy the full set of five. So Mm. there you go. I didn't even realize, you know, they had dog tags that look like
1: this. Yeah, these aren't as cool as like the Battlestar Galactica ones, I don't think.
0: Mm. No, no, no. But they're true. True to um,
1: the film, screen, obviously, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: and I'm sure they were really sort of um, futuristic when the movie came out, but true, yeah, they kind of yeah. look a bit on the plain side now. So, I,
0: I'm right. with you, Ben. I don't really remember them.
3: No, no, no. I Data. certainly don't remember looking at their dog tags. But anyway, you can buy them individually or as a set, and a set will set you back uh,
0: seventy five
3: US dollars.
0: That's my news. Very good. Well, John. I th- How about you check
1: over? I, I was gonna say it. I, I was gonna say. I think you can see those when they get out of hypersleep, oh, okay. and they're getting dressed.
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's
3: plenty of times when you know they're wearing dog tags, but I can't say I ever watched the movie and went, "Hey, let's check out those dog
1: tags." Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, up for pre-order is the SH Figure Arts Common Writer Gaim Marika Peach Energy Arms exclusive. is on time. Oh, yeah, I want to get this just so I could make somebody say it. Um, <laughs> this is the uh, female rider from Gaim. So she's all pink and she has the peach energy lock seed. So she's also got the um, energy driver and, and uh, looks pretty good. Um, she's got her energy bow and it looks like it comes with pieces to get both uh, not extended and extended. Oh, so that's oh. kind
0: of cool. Actually that's quite a okay. clever uh, solution to the whole archer thing because often you know the accessories the bow and arrow accessories that you get with figures are not very posable or useful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so swap out pieces to show it in
1: a couple of ways is actually pretty clever I'm assuming that's what it is because it's what it looks like to me yeah I'm all what I don't what I don't know on these and somebody. I'll have to let me know is if the locks come off their belt, because there's a spot for it in her bow, so I don't know if it'll fit into her bow as well, but uh, okay. uh, she's a pretty good-looking figure. This is the first time we're seeing um, the Geim figures in the figure arts line, so uh, <laughs> pre-order price is about 90 bucks, so uh, she won't be so cheap if you're looking g- for Given that she's
3: actually a six-inch sort of scale action figure... Based on, you know, what you've seen with things like Marvel Legends, et cetera, do you feel like you actually get your money's worth when you're paying sort of four and a half times
1: what are well, Marvel Legends? Because she's an exclusive, you know, um, you're going to pay more. I mean, you're you're paying a, a premium for what she is. Uh, mm. She's not seen a whole lot in the series. Um, so, you know, you're, you're going to pay for that extra if you want to have her. Uh, um, the regular priced ones aren't so bad you know they're down in the 40 40 to 50 range yeah, um, yeah but you get a ton a ton of accessories with them so um i mean all the ones i have i don't have any of the guy ones but um uh, i'm pretty pretty happy with what i've, I've got so
4: mm-hmm. matter yeah.
1: of fact i was looking at some pre-orders for some stuff so um, that, that might happen i'm kind of hooked on them now which is probably not a good thing. So,
4: yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. I have, as a matter of fact, I have an accessory pack that uh, I ordered Ooh. this week as well. So, for one of the ones I have,
2: dun, dun. yes,
1: going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> so, one of us. But yeah, yeah, good, good, good <laughs> stuff, though. Anyway, moving on, we're seeing uh, from Figures to Toy Company some more two packs. I think we saw some a while back, but this time we're seeing um, Superman and Wonder Woman. And then uh, Superman and Mr. Mixelplicks? Plick? Mixelplick? Is that how you guys want to say it? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <I'm laughs> gonna,
3: yeah, that'll, that's good <laughs> enough for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One, Wonder Woman and Batgirl, uh, Aqualad and Aquaman. Yay! So, yeah, if you want the, the pedophile version of Aquaman, there you go. Oh! Uh, Superman and Bizarro, I'm sure that one will be popular, and Superman and Supergirl on two different cards. And I think she looks like she might have the cloth-covered legs. I don't like that for those Miko-style oh, figures, but uh, Superman and Shazam, so you can have that girl battle, and uh, Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl. Hmm. So, again, you know, I think we saw this last time, they kind of mixed and matched characters, so you almost have to buy, depending on which one you want, um, uh, you know, a combination of things to get all the characters.
0: Yeah. yeah. Can you actually buy these guys individually? I don't
1: know if you can or not. Um, Uh,
0: Quite a few of these are available individually as well, like Aqualad, Wonder Girl... You know, they were done in the Teen Titans set. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is clever um, re-kind of packaging of some of this stuff. Um,
1: But, yeah. Do do you have the Aquaman?
0: No. From this one? No, I don't. I'm disorganized and um, I need to do that. How
1: how do you feel about him wearing gloves? Well, look,
0: I think that the, obviously the original Migo. One had the weird oversized gloves and although they were yeah. yellow. <laughs> oven mitts? Yeah, the, the oven mitts. So, you know, I guess it's that, it's that balance of, or do we be true to the crappy old things or do we update it? Um, and, you know, when Mattel did their greatest superheroes line, they did updated kind of styling of it, which I thought was pretty cool. I've got that one. And but the idea of the figures uh, toy company is really more about being trying to be true to the styling of the original. So that's fine. It's fine. Okay. Yep. Okay. I mean I, I've said before that the whole kind of resurgence of the eight inch cloth things is not really my
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, cup of tea, so I'd probably
1: not the right kind of critic of it. But they are limited to a hundred. Well, there you go. Because that's all the Aquaman fans they could find.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just the Aquaman fans that would buy these, I'm sure. So, I mean, I will get, uh, you know, I'll probably get that Aquaman and Aqualad just because I really am nuts about all that stuff and it's cool. But there's not a lot of Aqualad stuff out there. Um, So that kind of makes me. I haven't pulled the trigger on either of the single ones. And so. Now I kind of think good, you know, I can just get them both in one and cuz I certainly wouldn't buy any others and this is yeah, yeah kind of cool. Um yeah. but I I I am really happy that there are other players doing stuff. You know, like so any company that's doing stuff and is committed to, you know, if if you were collecting this stuff you'd be pretty um happy with the amount of uh Characters that they've put out in this, and I think that's great.
1: Yeah. Well, kind of the, the nice thing about them is this is what they do. You know, yeah. they, they've taken that eight-inch line and they've they've kind of owned it um, where you don't have somebody new jumping in trying to reinvent the wheel kind of thing. You know, I think what they're doing is, is good that way.
0: Yeah. I, I think it would be what I would love to do is see someone to do is to go beyond the characters that were done to just a few more you know, add, add Black Canary, add a couple of other, um, you know, characters. I think that would be kind of an interesting way to innovate.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You could always get your Aunt May famous covers from the, you know, <laughs> early two thousands.
0: Yeah. or not. Well,
1: uh, figures toys company, our figures toy company, also announced um, the Scooby Doo license for them. And uh, they haven't confirmed all the lineups yet, but, you know, we'll obviously get the whole um, Mystery Incorporated gang, Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby. Uh, wondering how they're going to do Scooby, you know, really, because, you know, he's not that – he's not going to fit on a human body, obviously. So mm. Yeah, Unless that would be really him, interesting. Huh? As, a, as a human guy and, you know, a Scooby suit. So <laughs> That's just creepy. That'd be funny, you know, like <laughs> oh, an really amusement, amusement park <laughs> mascot. That would be cool.
3: <laughs> uh, amusement. No laughter to be had
1: there. Amusement. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, it, it sounds like you're going to get uh, uh, Scooby dum and Scooby Scrappy Doo at some point too. But then, the um, Scooby Doo is obviously well known for their. They're villains, so uh, it looks like they are going to have a assortment of villains coming out, and uh, the Ten Thousand Volt Ghost looks like it's on the the short list. Uh, The tar Monster, the Creeper, uh, the Spooky Space Kook, Dracula's on there. Um, So I I think we'll. It says vote now, but I don't know. Um, know, It's a graphic with Scooby. It's a poll on their website.
0: There is a poll at the Mego Museum Forum. Um, Which I I believe you have to join to vote. So, Uh, you think
3: the logical one to do first to be the headless horseman because you'd save on a head sculpt.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: Uh, or would you? or would you? That's that's right. Sculpt him in clear.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how else would you keep the hat elevated? Mm. Mmm, tricky. I think this is cool just to see another license. Um. That's that's great, and um, this this came from Reddit. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yes, it did. It came from um, everybody's favorite Tim Tam Tommy.
0: uh, Sorry, two two, Tim Tam Tommy two. Yeah. Yeah, Does that mean that there? I'm just wondering if there is like a Tim Tam Tommy one.
1: Well, Scott, when you go to your next Tim Tam Eaters Anonymous meeting, you could. Maybe that's
0: correct. Anonymous, I'm not I'm not i um, trying to quit. What are you talking about? He's loud,
1: he's loud and proud, baby.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to quit eating Tim Tams. Hello. My name is Scotty and I'm a Tim Tamaholic.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I can quit if I want to. <laughs> but why would I? <laughs> and um my last bit of news also is about another archer, and it's from Asmus Toys, and it is a 1-6 scale Bard the Bowman from The Hobbit. Hmm. And, yeah, he has his long bow and um decent-looking figure. You know, I mean, he's he's got a assortment of hands there, so it looks like you can uh, do a bunch of different stuff with him. looks like some of them are wrapped and some of them aren't. Um, a plethora of arrows mm-hmm. uh, for his quiver, so... A good-looking figure. Um, I'm not sure. You know, I, I just don't see people clamoring over it. I was
0: going to say, who wants this?
1: Um, <laughs> this, but,
0: uh, um, I, I do The like actor's the mother and grandmother. Yes.
3: Yeah. I like in the promo shot how they've got um, him in an action pose kind of leaping over some wood. But in the background is the uh, the Bandai burning effects. Yes, it uh, is. is oh, just yeah. To simulate the flames. <laughs> So there's some yeah. uh, some clever usage. So, but I mean the yeah. good thing is you know if you you've been into the you know the Asmus um, one six scale, you know they seem to be cranking along and doing quite a few of the the figures. So it's nice to see that they've actually you know continued. Um, I mean we talked about um, Tariel not that long ago at all. I think so. They seem to be getting them out at a pretty good pace. Yeah.
0: who, I mean, who, who he, else he's have they done from, and, Sorry. I know they. they, they did, they they did Toriel, but I mean, who else have they done? Uh, I'm trying to remember now. I don't know. I mean, you have got to start somewhere. Well, they've done some Lord um, of the Rings characters, but even uh, yeah. to me, they've all, besides uh, they did they did a Gandalf, but everything else has been very kind of mostly Scanlon. yeah, d listy sort of you know, not main characters. Which I wonder what kind of license they actually have.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Do you not know? Do you not know? Yeah, it looks like the, the it looks like the Toriel and. Uh, Bart are the only two from The Hobbit, but um, he'll set you back about $195 and come out in the second quarter this year. Ooh. So, huh?
0: Very good. Well, okay, well, uh, Justin, you're going to bring up the caboose of the news. Oh. <laughs> so, ah. choo-choo. <laughs> yeah.
2: Gentlemen, our good friends of Funko, let me start that again, our good from Franco, uh,
0: Franco, Franco, yeah. <laughs> Franco.
2: It's the uh, Chinese. Drunko. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I go on?
0: Yes, go.
2: <laughs> Game of Thrones series five from Funko. And in this assortment, we are getting some names I'm about to murder. Oberyn Martell, The Mountain Who Rides Grey Worm. Uh, we're also getting, is it just white? So he's a white walker, is that correct? Is that what he's from? The little axe dude? Uh, no, I'm he's, to... he's just a white. Okay. He's in W-I-G-H-T. So, who is he again? <laughs> they're, they're the ones that follow the white walker. Ah, okay, alright. Yeah. And Viserion, is that correct for the dragon? Yeah, good enough. Sure. Okay, we'll go sure. It. Uh, They'll be out in April and the dragon is going to be 6-inch super-sized pop. So um, we've talked about this before. If they're not a specific sort of characterization and there's not things, you know, like we talked about how, how to train your dragon and things like that. Uh, actually better suited to this sort of thing so we're just getting basically guys with shirts off here and spears and stuff <laughs> and if you didn't know who they were you'd have no idea I guess if they were the packaging but I'm sure Game of Thrones uh, fans will be quite pleased to see this assortment coming along Shouldn't the Mountain be an
1: oversized figure? Yeah, we think he, so I want to say that he's actually a little taller than the rest of them. Yeah, he does look big doesn't yeah, he? Does he? Look he does actually yeah. I, I think I saw a different picture with him like next to something and he was actually just a little bit bigger yeah, because okay. I'm sure
2: that guy's about six or ten.
1: So, yeah.
2: I guess one way to get the character selection would be to collect these instead of the um, six inch figures. I mean, if you wanted to, <laughs> it would be a way to do it. <laughs> well, from the sounds of things, some. yeah, yeah. I know, that's what I mean. I'm, yeah. not going to get another series of the. Uh, it's not legacy. going well, is it? Well, mm. You should sure have told us that beforehand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah, Justin. Not. If it makes you if it makes you feel better, except for the white, I knew what all the other ones were by just looking at them. So.
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> My next bit of news is from Reddit. It comes from Terry Marks and is the Icon Icon Heroes Arrow bookend. Uh, so this is from the TV show Arrow, obviously. It is going to be uh, nine inches high, six inches in length, and six inches wide, approximately three pounds. And I guess if bookends uh, your dealio, you should be excited for this. Bookend? Um, especially- there's only one. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from Polystone, so that's where the weight comes from. and yeah. It's a pretty impressive sculpt, but I don't know. Do You'd really be pissed off if you bought this
3: and then your books just kept falling over. It's like, oh, yeah. I've just been suckered. My books keep falling over to the left.
2: <laughs> well, it sits down the bottom um, only for people with one book. So if you read <laughs>
0: right down the bottom. <laughs> but actually... <laughs> I actually think this is quite smart because often, like, you know, on a shelf, if you actually have a few books, you don't have room for two bookends. Um right. But so, uh, you know, I, I think it's um, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks I'll pretty have... Photoshopped to me. Yeah.
1: Though, yeah, doesn't... I, yeah. I, I, It doesn't look like him for some reason. The jacket looks off Yeah, to me. And yeah. It I don't looks too
0: bulky why. or something, yeah.
2: I, yeah it looks like it
1: a motorcycle be.
3: jacket mm. to me. <laughs> The good thing is it leaves it uh, open in the future to do uh, the other end, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Well, what I mean is (laughs) if this particular piece (laughs) settles well, then that might be enough for them to actually go and, and, you know, put into production a a second piece to go at the other
2: end of your books. Yeah. Uh, It's coming out the fourth quarter of 2015. So Hmm. try to hold off buying any more books until then. That's right. If you can, yeah. A lot of uh, archers the news this week. Yeah, there is. Hmm? True. True. All right. Uh, moving along to Maybe collect the First update on Masters of the Living Universe Classics Club 2000 subscription. Uh, and now we're getting a lot of emoticons in this uh, update. So see, someone's in a real happy mood. But uh, <laughs> we see now that the uh, they're not. They've done away with the silhouetted uh, gauge and they're just giving us updates as they go along. So at the moment, they're on 27%, um, and the news is we're getting, well, it's weird because we're getting a full reveal of the subscription, so we're getting Calyx, Evil Seed, Heads of Eternia Pack, King Tublar, Coratus, Queen Grayscale, and Pravis. So um, 2000, did you guys watch that cartoon when it came out? It was pretty good. It was a retelling sort of anime sort of feel to Masters of the Universe, and... I mean, no, I've only seen a smattering. Yeah, it was actually quite good. I signed up for this sub, but I don't know. I don't care what they do next year. This is my last year. I'll be quite happy with the character selection we get up until the end of this year. And um, to have this as sort of icing on the cake, I really like the show. So it's good to see these characters coming out. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
1: Hmm. And the 2000... If we, only uh, had, if we only had Eli here, the big master's collector. <laughs> 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 uh. I'm
2: just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. We know. Uh so my last bit of news is pretty good news actually. The force horsemen. The four, I'm gonna shoot myself. Yeah. The four horsemen. Are they good friends with Franco? Started. They are best yeah. friends. Yeah. They're actually neighbors. Uh they went to says here they went to primary school together and um, dated each other's sisters for a while. So oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So good news on the Mythic Legion's action figure line that as of the reading of this, they have reached a goal of the 140,000, actually gone to 150,000. So it's uh, there's a lot of information about this Kickstarter and none of, none of it is not inexpensive. <laughs> no, <laughs> so particularly if you, you don't
0: live in the US. Yeah. You know, I, I could um, be in for a couple of the Dwarf dwarf-y ones, but the... <coughs> International shipping on this, I think, is, is disappointing. Yeah. Oh,
3: and yeah. the exchange rate makes them hideous. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think if you go for one of the deluxe figures, so one of the name characters, mm. like, you know, um, you know, attilas the Conqueror or something like that, with an exchange rate, you're looking at a, a, over 80. I think I worked it out to be $86 Australian mm. per figure. Um, and, and then, you know, the add-ons actually work out to be quite reasonable. But you've still got to, you know, plunk down for that initial figure to sort of get you going, uh, Mm. which I think is quite disappointing. So I I don't know. I'm on the fence with this one. I really would like to commit to this and get a few, particularly the the Minotaur. Um, Yeah, it's pretty
2: amazing. I like the uh Durand, is it Run Shaper, the little dwarf in the little rainbow um sort of get up armor down the bottom. But um mm. I was in and then I saw the price and then I was out. <laughs> <laughs> simple as that for me. I mean there's no other way to sort of do it. The add-ons are good. They they bring down the cost a bit, but not enough to where I'm looking to. So yeah, I'll get him, him and him. So
0: if if you um the further up that you go, yeah. the it does actually uh start to balance out, like, you know, but then you're spending hundreds of dollars. Um, uh, but at least if you did want the whole set, um, the shipping is actually not that much more than um, the U.S. Obviously, is still going to do with the exchange rate. But, um yeah. you know, it does. But I think the individual, like, you know, $23 U.S. shipping for one figure seems a bit, wow.
2: Mm. So congratulations, but but this is yeah. a really, it's a really um, intense line, you know. They've covered a lot of things here and I would love to have some of those skeleton worries as well, but uh, I just think the price for us. But anyway, congratulations to everyone else who uh, pledged and hopefully uh, this will be a quick turnaround, so hopefully you'll see your figures before the general uh, time frame it takes for other Kickstarters to get to your, to get to your <laughs> hands, but hopefully this can kick along.
0: Yes, please. Mm. Well, thank you for that, Justin. And that wraps up the news. We will be right back in a moment with the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Hi.
4: My name is. What? My name is. What? My name is. My name is. Huh? My name is. What? My name is. What? My name is. Excuse what? me. What? My name is. Can I have the attention what? of the class? My
0: name is well, one of the reasons why we count not um, is because every week, rain, hail, or shine, he does an awesome job of putting together a new audio named that for us. Um, he also has great pictures of donuts on Facebook um, and, uh, yeah, other things that I won't mention as well. Uh, but, mm. John, I think you should take over
1: now. Well, last was gonna make it easier, and I must have, cause we had all sorts of guesses. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna, we're gonna play that sound right here.
4: Alright,
1: have you guys looked? Do you guys know what it is? Justin.
2: No, sorry, John.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, I did read all of that. The guesses, and now I can't remember. folks <laughs> Space Ranger thing with the thing.
3: Centurions. No. Blackstar. No. Krognar no. the Barbarian.
1: What? <laughs> Who? Don't you want a no.
3: uh, Long story.
1: Krognar. The, um, The music should give this one away. It, it's actually a Transformer, you know, robot uh, in disguise. Yeah. Kind of thing. And this is the Transformer Sixshot, because he transforms into six different things, which I uh. didn't know existed. But, mm. um, Hellbot picked up on this right away. Um, Eddie also threw in a guess and Ease came in just a little late and said, Oh man. Um, <laughs> sorry for being disappointing the last few weeks, but he's been, <laughs> been stumped. So, um, maybe he'll get this week's, uh, disturbing comment though was from Chooch who said that, uh, stick with three ways, six ways get confusing. And I, I oh. think he was. Talking about this, but you know, I'm I, I'm not don't know
0: totally a Transformers features. joke.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Derek uh, doesn't want to be discouraged from triplicate girl fantasies. So um, there's some things going on here, just a little different. Um, <laughs> I wonder if RC is a triple changer transformer. Anyway, that's something completely different. Oh no. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going down. Better put in a new sound. We'll, Put that sound in right here. Motors turn. Here's mesh. Build a solar station. Design a rover to explore the unknown. Invent a space age submarine. Should we play it one more time? I think so. Anybody? Anyone? Okay, we'll play right here. Do it. Motors turn. Here's mesh. Build a solar station. Design a rover to explore the unknown. Invent a space-age submarine. And, Ben. Yes? Where would they go if they thought they knew what that?
3: www.afbforum.com
1: And Justin.
0: I'm yes. glad you didn't ask Justin that question. <laughs> he gets <laughs> it wrong.
1: <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm giving him a new yeah,
2: opportunity go, this week. Yeah.
1: What would what would they do once they got there?
2: They would uh, find the thread, which was the appropriate thread, and they would could get some points, and they could change them for Cheese Whiz.
4: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> is
1: that right? That is correct. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. They can they can get some points if they find the appropriate name that thread. They could guess, you get points. And, and Scott, let's say they just find this audio just too difficult. What could they do?
0: of himself off a tall building, I suppose if they were really upset. Um,
1: no? Is there somewhere else they could go to play a different version of this?
0: Yes, film? they could go to tvandfilmtwice.com and there is a picture version if you're not good at sounds. Yes,
1: and it's on Tuesdays, Thursdays, you still get points. Woo! So, okay. There you go.
0: Thank you very much, Sean. Uh, off you go, all you audiophiles, work it out. And in the meantime, we'll in a moment with Air Toy of the Week. Black-like.
4: Black-like. On the mid- week- about Seven- faces, six shots one yeah. robot! a jet fighter that's one the rocket car that's two he's a tank three a winged wolf four a laser pistol five and a robot that's six
2: six shots my name there's never been a transformer like him
3: The Transformers. More, more than the i can do four i got three i figured out five
2: six shot the most challenging transformer of them all from Hasbro.
1: Well, it's time once again for one of our immensely popular feature segments, Toy of the Week. And every week we come on, we pick out some toys, we take a look at them in detail. Sometimes they might be statues. Don't get upset. Uh We'll do some action figures too. Okay. So um, they might be new releases and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're just bizarre things that we collect that nobody else does. Um, But this week I think is one that everybody will love. So, Scott, you've got it. So take it over.
0: (laughs) I am reviewing the R2-D2 six-scale deluxe figure from Sideshow Collectibles. So I have got some Sideshow Star Wars stuff. Uh, The first six-scale Star Wars item I ever owned was the Hot Toys Luke, but then I couldn't wait for Hot Toys to do anything, and so I've got a few Sideshow things now, Darth Vader, Yoda, and now R2-D2 and uh, a couple of others pre-ordered like C-3PO. So this uh, is a 2015 release and acquisition, and if you were lucky enough to get the deluxe edition, which is sold out now, uh, it would have set you back around $150 US. Uh, this is uh, packaging-wise, um, packaged in a box the same size as the Yoda, um, which makes sense seeing as they're in the same scale. Um, and so easier, much easier on the shipping than the good old premium formats, etc. cetera. Um, obviously when they're tackling characters like this that are going to be very popular, um, but that are quite small, um, they have to put some thought into how they're going to kind of pack them out to make it make sense. And, um, with Yoda, I think they, you know, they did a really good job. He had kind of his, uh, chair and a number of accessories that kind of made a nice display, uh, for him. Uh, with R2D2, I'm not so sure, but I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Um, so packaging-wise, this is in the standard sideshow Star Wars, uh, box with the black background and photos of the item. Um, there is a lid that lifts off and then underneath you find a tray uh, that, with a cover that has uh, the figure and all of the bits in it. Um, it's it, collector-friendliness, and we've got some feedback and questions about what we mean by collector-friendly later on in feedback. Um, but to me, it is collector-friendly in that uh, it can all be put back together, and you, know, you don't have to destroy any of the packaging to uh, be able to use the toy. So this comes with the R2D2 figure himself and then a couple of different, um, a couple of different things, a bunch of accessories, which I'll talk about in a moment. But then you've got the, uh, hologram of Leia, um, on on the table that he projected her on, um, from New Hope, and then a drink tray thing, which I can't. Where is that from? Return
1: it's Return on. of the Jedi. Okay, right, right, yeah, Dodge.
0: yeah, thank you, yeah. Um, so, and I, if you look at my photos on Facebook, I actually did not bother getting out the drink tray stuff and photographing it because I knew I wasn't going to display, um, that, and I just thought it was way too much hassle. Um for something just to photograph it. So that's what I think of that. <laughs> um in terms of the figure itself, um one thing that you notice right when you take him out of the box is that uh they've done kind of like a dirt sort of you know wash over the white parts of his body. Um before we started recording, John said maybe he should have come with a clean version as well. Um and yeah, I I, I don't mind this. But I was actually a little bit surprised. I hadn't really taken that in from the photos on the Sideshow website of just how kind of marked and dirty it is. And I suppose it's a bit kind of, you know, true to how he appears a lot. Um, But, hmm, you know, it is a... It's an interesting choice. Um, this is really detailed and there is some amazing thought and design that has gone into this. Um, and one of the things I think that is a really nice touch is that there are quite a number of, uh, the compartments on R2 that open, um, that are magnetic and the way that you open them is actually by a magnet in the end of the lightsaber that he comes with. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. he comes with a little set of instructions, and the first one says use the lightsaber to open the magnetic compartments. So there are the compartments on his body um, that open up, and you can insert attachments in to show, like, the little saw arms, etc., coming out. And then there are also um, little compartments in his head that either uh, reveal um, things or you can insert things into, and the magnet in the lightsaber opens all of those. So that is quite a clever way of dealing with that. Yeah. And making it easy as, a, as opposed to something that could have been quite fiddly if they tried to make it manual. Um, mine, when I opened it, had a little issue, and that is that there are two side compartments you know, on his left and right side that open out for his little arm. Um, things to come out and the magnet would not open the right one um, because I just don't think it had been put on properly. So it actually um, came off and for a moment I thought it was broken and I was slightly uh, distressed, but then I realized that I could actually latch it back in. It wasn't, it hadn't snapped off. It just probably hadn't been put in properly. So um, no harm, no fail. Um, he also comes with a light up feature and, And in order to uh, get the lights happening, you actually have to take his head off and the on-off switch is underneath. Um, So really, you know, quite straightforward, um, quite a nice mechanism um, for attaching the head to the body, uh, which, you know, they could have done the clean body, dirty body, and only done the one head, you know, for example. Um, So... But, you know, v- very nicely constructed. Um, he comes with a, a swag of accessories, um, and they include uh, he's got a, a life scanner and a periscope that both come out of his head, and you push, use the little magnet to push the panel aside, and then they either pop out or extend out, and those both work quite well. Um, he has got a space to store the lightsaber. Um, I I could not actually get the lightsaber to go all the way in, and I decided not to kind of push it. I didn't want to break it, um, but that was actually tricky. Like the little panel you have to slide across, it took me ages to work out which way to slide it, and then I could not actually get the lightsaber in. I don't know whether it, yeah, so I'm not sure. That was probably me.
1: I, I bet trying. it doesn't go all the way in. Because when the lightsaber is shown, it isn't all the way in.
0: Yeah. It just didn't it sit, sit nicely. nicely. <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't, I, I thought, you know, that might have been the case. So, but I'll, I, it's one of those things where, again, I thought, I'm not going to display it like this. And the last thing I want to do is break it and, you know, for just to take a photo. Um, he has got, uh, just to go with the, the little accessories, he's got his computer terminal arm, grasping arm, power charge arm, utility circular saw, laser wielding arm, spacecraft linkage arm. Um, and these all attach, and you can see in some of my photos, these all attach to little extended arms that come, that you unfold after you've opened those compartments. Um, which is all fine, except that, The uh, arms, once it's uh, extended and you put the little accessory in, it's actually not strong enough to hold the accessory up. So the only real way to kind of display it is all down at the bottom, which is a bit kind of weird. I've managed to kind of get some photos of it at different angles, but that was actually quite an effort. So I'm not sure, again, if I might be doing something wrong there, Um, but I found that challenging. Um, As you'll hear more as I go on, this needed to come with much more detailed and helpful instructions than it did. Um, But that's all fine. All the accessories are, you know, they they fit, they work, um, which is, you know, all cool. Um, Then he also, as I mentioned before, comes with some kind of bigger pieces. The first one is the table with the uh, illuminated Princess Leia. And uh, this is where... Uh, either my comprehension (coughs) failed or the notes failed because this has got a light-up feature as well and uh, what's supposed to. And so you put the little layer in, and it's actually quite clever. The table has got a little removable piece in the middle of it, and it's magnetic, so you use the lightsaber to take it out. Great. Slot the little layer in, no problem. And then there's no on off switch. There's a, uh, diagram that says press the button to turn the light feature on. And there is no button. Mm. Mm. Uh, I, like, I, it, I, I really cannot. And I even gave it to my 14 year old who knows everything <laughs> and can do everything and said, find the button. And she was like, that doesn't exist. So I, I don't know what I did wrong. I haven't had time to. Uh, search on any forums, etc. because I'm sure someone. Well, you can,
1: you can see it in your picture.
0: I can see what the button, shut up. <laughs> 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 yeah. So there's the two, two little prongs on the desk, but they're not the, they're not the button. <laughs> but actually, the, on the diagram, it shows the finger, um, pressing kind of to the, to the side of one of those, but, of one of those, the prong, I don't know what they are. They, taps or prongs. I'm not sure what they're supposed to be. Um, it says, you know, press the button here, and there's no button. There's no button. So I don't know what I'm doing, unless it's meant to be the whole thing. But mine does not light up anyway. I'm not going to lose sleep over that, but I'll, I'll have another go. Um, in terms of the figure itself, he's got some really great articulation um, you know, His for, for, a, for a droid. Um, his um, legs and uh, torso uh, can tilt in a bunch of different directions so that you can do kind of all the standard R2 poses. Um, he's also then got his um, uh, retractable third leg, um, articula- sorry, articulated and retractable third leg, um, which is actually very easy to either stow away or take out, and that gives all sorts of other posing options as well. Um, he's got uh, the kind of terrain tread on the bottom of the the legs, which works really well, so you can actually move him around. Um, it's quite clever. Um, so, look, in terms of the figure for what it is, uh, he looks fantastic. He is going to fit really nicely with the other figures in this line, etc., and the figure itself I've got no issues with. Um, where I kind of feel like this falls down a bit is that I understand that for, uh, like I said at the beginning, for something of this size, they've got to kind of add to it to make a bigger box, etc. cetera. But I would gladly give the drink tray and half of those accessories away for some sounds. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, like mm-hmm. t- to me, in terms of like, I'm not going to display any of that stuff. Everything else is back in the box and Archie's sitting on the desk with Darth Vader here. And, um, and so to me, some sounds, I don't f- feel like it wouldn't have been that hard. Um And if they were talking budget, they could have gotten rid of the drink tray, etc. Which I just, to me, is.
1: I- See, I think you're wrong because I think this is like <laughs> the ultimate R2D2 because he's got everything from the original trilogy that, that I think somebody would want to display him. He's got the table and Leia for A New Hope. He's got the arms and the sensor scope for. Um, Empire, and then the drink table and the the saw for Return of the Jedi. I mean, the only thing he's really missing are the little flame jets on the side for the the prequel trilogy. And then he'd have everything.
0: The third wheel. Hmm. I, I mean, the thing where I think that um, argument falls down is the ultimate. 2 D. 2 makes sound. So I'm not actually saying I don't look I think that I would rather have them have spent the money with put the sound in and make it a bit more expensive and still include those things because I, you know, to me that the, um, the power of the six scale, you, you want six scale, etc., um, means that there would have been no issue with the mechanics of fitting that stuff in. And you only need a few little, uh, you know, of his kind of classic BP things to kind of go, Oh cool. I've actually got R2D2 on my desk. Um, so that That's, you know, where I'm coming from. I'm not, you know, for me, the drink tray is just, you know, I'm not the kind of person that would display that all the time, and therefore I'm the kind of person who would never display that because I'm not going to keep boxes nearby so that I can, you know, rotate accessories through, etc. So that's, it, if they only had that budget to put into it, I would rather have seen that put into the sound. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: I, I think there are drink people, drink tray people out there, though, because uh, that's a really popular version because of the sale barge.
0: For sure. So just to clarify, I'm reviewing this. To, you know what you're I mean? Still,
1: like, so, you're still wrong.
0: It, I, no, I understand. But so, it, like, you know, it's, it's a review in terms of uh, I'm, I'm going to evaluate it based on what I would have liked because I'm reviewing it. So I'm, yay for the drink tray people. Um, but to me, the sound people missed out. Um, so there's
3: so there's cloppers and now there's drink tray people. Yeah,
0: yeah obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, can I can I keep reviewing this, or do you want to take over?
1: You know, I actually said I liked it for that. So yeah, which is very odd.
0: Hmm. For sure. Okay. So uh, to wrap up my review of this toy, um, the 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 one thing that I. Uh, the only thing that i would take points off this for is just the the ease of operation um and i think you know it is you can see all the effort that they've put into this is awesome and uh you know i work in a company that makes things and our capacity to make it um is way ahead of our capacity to document how to use it. So I do understand that, you know, they're they're mm. keen they're 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 keen to make choice and probably, you know, not highly professional at documentation. But this just needed a lot more help from me to kind of make some of it clear. Because when you've spent money on this thing, the last thing you want to do is break it and the, yeah, they tried, but I, I would have liked this to have been a bit easier to put together. Um, so I'm just going to take a point off for that reason. I'm not going to take any points off for the lack of sound because it is what it is. Um, but I I do think it will be really interesting to see what Hot Toys does when they get to Archu. Uh I, I will be yeah. very surprised if their version does not make sound. And if it does, I will certainly be upgrading. Um, but for this one, I'm giving him a nine dollies out of ten.
1: Is the restraining bolt ni- magnetic?
0: Uh, what's that when it's at home?
1: That's that little bit that goes on his front panel.
0: Yes. Um, it's actually – thank you for mentioning that. That's actually a separate piece and it's a little magnet.
1: Um, yeah. Is that whole panel it attached to? Does it – because I noticed in your pictures it kind of moved around a little bit. Yeah. I mean it doesn't have really a set – spot where it just kind of grabs in does it no
0: it doesn't no that's so yeah it's just a but the, the whole panel is magnetic so it just sticks to the panel okay. so it's just a separate little piece
1: yeah, I like the use of magnets on this that's pretty
0: mm. clever it's, it's very clever like it's really um, so fun
1: well thank you Scott because I think this is a really cool piece and um, sound or not let us know what you think and uh, you can hear how to do that later in the show We'll be right back with um, the new items we've added to our collections.
2: Automorphing Power Rangers, this is Zordon. It's morphine time. Evil space aliens are approaching your location. Combine your weapons, it's your only hope. Power
4: blast, guys!
2: Alrighty action, Power Rangers. Use your hand-to-hand fighting abilities. Block, chop, and kick. Protect the Earth from evil space
0: aliens. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Bandai, grab the power. Well, we are all here because uh, we collect, and Feeding the Addiction is where we take time to check in with each other, um, ask each other what we've got, and probably tell each other that we're wrong about what we think about it. Um, And uh, Ben, what did you get this week, and what are the wrong thoughts that you have about it?
3: Well, my Catwoman premium format statue from Sideshow arrived. Hooray! It's my second of three three statues that will arrive in just one month. Oh, my gosh. This this is what happens when you have um, port strikes and uh, natural factory delays through Sideshow. Uh, (coughs) Um, And so she arrived, and we're probably going to talk about her next week, but um, what's wrong about her? Not a lot. She's pretty
0: damn awesome. Yeah. I think we both lucked out from some of the, and obviously we're going to do a whole discussion about her, but some of the coosy... Issues that we knew to look out for, um, mm. we both seemed to have done very well.
3: We did indeed. We Yay! Did. And uh, I just happened to be in a shop that had the um, the Jack Specific um, Super Mario figures, and they had them on sale. They were really, really cheap, so I picked up Mario and Yoshi, and uh, yeah, they're actually quite fun. So nice. I've got a sort of cool. yeah, I've got a long affinity with that game. I remember playing, um, you know, Super Mario on the Nintendo when you couldn't save and my mm. friend and I were up for about 27 hours to complete it. So. We had,
2: uh, <laughs> back in about 1989, we had this uh, Japanese exchange student who was um, at, staying at my friend's house, and he taught us the turtle trick, you know, when the turtles come down the stairs, I can't remember what level it's on, and you wait for the second turtle and you just keep jumping up and down on him on the steps, and you get infinity lives.
4: Huh.
2: Yeah. yeah, we, we did that's, that for about three hours.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I passed it. Yeah, uh, we built uh, up an arm. We had about a hundred spare lives each, or something like that. So that's so cool. So they were fun. I'll, I'll probably keep an eye out for the others if I can find them as cheap as I did these guys. So no, that's cool. Yeah. What scale are they? Oh, they're huge. They're yeah, they're they're pretty big feet. Fig- I mean,
0: they're,
3: uh, I mean scale. I don't know. I don't know how big a hmm. real Mario is, but um, <laughs> Mario scale. Yeah, uh, studio, oh, studio scale. Studio
4: <laughs> scale.
3: Probably about five inches. So,
1: You know, um, I, I just about finished with Assassin's Creed 2, and there's a character in there, and he comes up to it, and he's like, what, you don't recognize me? It's me, Mario. Uh. And I was watching that, and I was going, really? <laughs> <laughs> you had to do that?
0: It's kind of yeah. funny.
1: Yeah, a, hey, good uh, school.
0: Good. And, John, what about you?
1: I bought a comic book this week. <laughs> what now? I bought a comic book this week. Cool. I know. Really excited! I don't do yeah. that very often. Yeah, which I, one? Uh, TV and film toy related? Mm, yes, actually it is because uh, I bought um, Orphan Black number one. Ah, cool. And ah. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but uh, there's about I think I counted twenty covers for that thing for the first issue. Yeah. S- so,
2: so I, I those. Those, mm-hmm.
0: is this a um like a comic retelling of the series, or is it a separate if- thing?
1: I think it's going to be additional because it, the, the I've read about half of the first one or the one I got. And uh, it's, it's a good part of the first issue or the first episode of the show where she's on the subway platform yeah. and, you know, yeah. realizes. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I suspect they're going to start filling in some of that missing information. Along the way as well. But they, they've they got to set it up for the people that maybe are reading the comic that haven't seen the show. So I think they're trying to do that in this first issue a bit. Okay. But in, in case you're wondering, I got the, um, Allison cover with her. She's got, um, her arms, her arms crossed the ca- against her chest and, uh, a gun in one hand and a glue gun in the other. So. <laughs> how,
0: how that actress. Yeah. How that actress has not won all the awards, I do not know. Because she is, she is amazing. Like, you, yeah. you just, I mean, obviously there's a lot of um, uh, work done in tr- in producing it, but her performance, you just totally forget that it's the same actress. Um, the,
1: the only one I didn't buy was the one where she was a guy. Yeah, yeah. That was the only one that I think she kind of fell short on.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do get that. Um, but... I, I just think she's brilliant.
1: Yeah. Oh, and thanks to Derek WC, I actually pre-ordered um, the Longbow Hunters because they didn't have it available. Yeah. So,
0: there you go. Yeah. Nice. Justin, what about you? Yes.
2: I got some uh, Master of the Universe Classic stuff this uh, month. I think it sort of been February's order. It was uh, Ninja Orl or Ninja Warrior, as how it would have to be called these days for some reason, <laughs> uh, Snake Armor He-Man and Battle Armor King Hiss. And... All in all, three very good uh, figures. It's uh, filling in some really good holes in the collection. So well, very impressed with all of them, actually.
0: Very good. Very good. That's it? Yeah, cool. Uh, well, I got my R2-D2, obviously. Um, I also picked up the Greg Capullo Designer Series uh, Bat Thresher, the big armory one, um, which I haven't opened yet, um, so I'll let you know. And I got my shipping notice for my premium format, Sinestro. Um, ah, which I think I. Ben did as well. So, Indeed. yeah. Yeah. As, as Ben said, um, three, three, uh, DC premium formats in one month. Aye, aye, aye.
2: Yes. Baked beans for dinner.
0: <laughs> well, thank goodness for <laughs> yeah. flex pay, you know, like that. So, yeah, it's not, uh, if you were, um, paying at all, at the time of shipping, I don't know how you'd do it. Um, but obviously Sideshow, that wasn't their ideal you know, timing. That was the whole strike yeah. thing, but still, oh, my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, if no one has anything I, else. Oh, sorry.
1: You know, I got to see some of those Capullo figures yesterday when I was at my comic shop, and uh, they look pretty cool. I, I was pretty impressed. They are good. Oh, and the yeah. other thing I wanted to tell you I was impressed with was the um, Hawk Girl bombshell. Yes, mm. that thing is really nice. Yeah,
0: I haven't got mine yet. Um,
1: yeah, it, it, it's coming it is from very big bed. Nice. Yeah, I was more impressed with it in person than I thought I'd be. Yeah, that's
4: all.
0: yeah, I can't wait. I've seen it, seen it twice now, but I, the big bed uh, one still, even with shipping, is going to end up cheaper. So just have to mm. be patient. Be patient.
2: It's hard. It's hard buying stuff at the moment, isn't it? Trying to oh, work out uh, shipping yeah. and the dollar. And uh, I know. Yep. It's, it's hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, when yeah. I was up in Queensland a couple weeks ago, they had her at Comics Etc. who have got very good prices for Australia. Um, mm. And I was like, oh, but then I still went away and did the maths. And I'm like, nah, you know, even with uh, the U.S. shipping in a pile of loot, it's still going to be significantly cheaper than buying it here. So I'll wait. Mm. All right. Well, thanks very much for that, everyone, and we'll be right back in a moment with our Red Card of the Week. What is this, bizarre world? Red Carded is uh, the place where we take a break from telling each other that we are wrong um, to tell the toy world that it's wrong. And uh, sometimes we tell them that their announcements are wrong. Sometimes we tell them that uh, their marketing is wrong. Uh, Sometimes we tell eBay it's wrong. Um, Tonight, I, I think everything about this is just completely wrong. And John, you're the one that is going to point out the wrongness.
1: Well, thank you. I guess I'm just full of hate this week. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know.
2: Um I happened to be a, times as a show.
1: <laughs> I um happened to be at uh, that Toy Mecca Walgreens and was looking at Assassin's Creed figures because, you know, that's where you go. Um and I noticed that on hanging next to him was a walking dead figure of Rick. And this was the most horrible looking Rick figure I think I've seen. <laughs> Um, It's from the new, the latest series, I think. Um, But the wash that's been put over it um, has caused some issues. It looks like the thing was sitting in a puddle of mud for, you know, a week or something, had motor oil dripped on it on the front (laughs) of the body of the figure. Um, But then you can tell that the the head was painted at a different time because the head actually has like a flesh tone, whereas the neck looks like some kind of zombie green (laughs) color with like dirt all over it. Um, and then to just cap all that off the uh, the shoulder pins instead of being painted are a flesh tone so you've got these nice little round uh, I don't know what you call them. Justin what would you call those shoulder boobs yeah shoulder <laughs> boobs um, they're very distracting
0: I've never seen yeah. anything like that that is just I don't understand
1: I, that wasn't even the first thing I picked up on the neck to the face color it was yeah, just yeah. so far different that that's the first Damn. thing I saw it's dreadful, but yeah, this—I don't know what McFarlane was doing, but I mean, I, I know they want to get that wash on there, but um,
0: <laughs> wow, I, I've oh. seen that figure in person a number of times and never noticed anything about it. Like, so it can't be all of them. I would have noticed yeah, that, Cody. Yeah, Cody yeah. had a bad batch.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't yeah. know. The I, I apprentice is sh- apprentice. We were out at dinner last night and I showed this to uh, Mrs. Nerd. And she's like, is that supposed to be Rick? Because it doesn't look anything like him. (laughs) And she's like, why is his neck all green?
0: (laughs) I have to say, though, I would prefer that to the Civil War beard thing he's got going on at the moment. I'm like, seriously, we need to find the, you know, uh, Alexandria just so that there can be like a hairdresser there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the wash spoilers.
1: Uh,
0: uh, uh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible.
1: Yeah, I, in the even really when you look at the shirt because of the wash on the front of the body compared to the arms, it, it almost looks like he's wearing a vest that the the body is just that much darker. Yeah, yeah it's horrible. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was bad enough that I actually noticed it without looking at it.
0: <laughs> that is bad. Well spotted, John.
1: Yeah, well, sometimes I do
0: these things. Yeah. No. yeah, good eye and good commitment to actually take a photo of it.
1: Well, I've always got to like you know look around and go, eh, is anybody watching me? Because <laughs> I always feel like a dork in the toy aisle, you know. <laughs> <laughs> People from work go, "Hey, what are you doing?" Not, not "Me, nothing, nothing, nothing at all." Yep. Taking a selfie. I'm taking a selfie.
0: <laughs> when I was in Singapore last, when I was in Singapore last year, uh, one of my colleagues and I were in the. Um, markets in chinatown uh taking and we were just kind of taking photos of silly things that we saw and we actually got kicked out of a shop for taking a photo <laughs> and, I, and it was like this you know, my, my colleague had this like weird denim hat with all these diamantes on it and it just looked hideous and we we're taking a photo of it and then we got kicked out and i i just wanted to tell it just to clarify if you thought that we were taking a photo of that so that we could make one ourselves <laughs> you are wrong <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no issue there. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs>
1: unlike this Rick that has plenty of issues. Oh, he
0: has so many issues. Yep, yeah.
1: and he comes with a giant carabiner with a chain on it. Oh, and I don't know why. Because it's, it's what he used to lock the gate at the prison. Uh, thank you for explaining that. I was baffled. You're welcome. And they don't show it in any of the pictures with him, so I don't know. I thought maybe it was like a leash for Carl.
0: I had never picked that up, that it was a carabiner. Well, um, well well-spotted John, and I think highly deserving of a red card. Yes. Very good. Well, that wraps up Red Card. We'll be back in just a moment with our topic of the week.
3: From across
2: the galaxy to battle the evil Decepticons comes the ultimate Autobot hero, Optimus Prime. Transforming from Big Rig into powerful robot. He's the greatest Autobot warrior of them all. With a hidden battle platform. Twin rocket launchers for double the damage. And a light and sound power pack for real battle action. And when Optimus talks, I am Optimus Prime. The Decepticons will run for cover.
4: Transformers!
2: Transformers Generation 2. Optimus Prime is all you see here.
0: Well, Ben and I have been uh, collecting the six-inch... Uh, Star Wars Black series and reviewing them as we get them and usually making at least John, if not John and Justin, listen to it. Um, so tonight, I think John's been
1: there for every single one, actually. I know, it's the only reason I showed I'm up today. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually. Um, so uh, this is an interesting wave that we're reviewing. This is the three characters, Yoda, TIE Fighter Pilot, and uh, is it Clone Sergeant. It's a clone clone yeah. Sergeant. Yeah. Clone, clone yeah. Sergeant, um, and um, hmm, uh, not uh, not not the most astonishingly good wave, uh, but nah. we're gonna go through and talk about them anyway. So, someone help me out with Clone Sergeant because this is a prequel thing and I don't really understand.
1: What, what do you need to know?
0: Well, is it a prequel thing or is it a?
1: Expand- yeah, I mean, he's got the little dots on his.
3: I think what we're doing is we're starting to see this um, this reuse business where we'll just slap some different paint on and um, yeah and and get an extra figure out of it. And, uh, there will be some variations. I think eventually when we get Commander Cody and you know he'll have a new head sculpt, etc.
1: A lot of it depends on um, you know because there were different commanders and like the different Jedi had different clones under them, so they were all different colors and stuff. Which yeah my my greatest fear is that they will go back and add those colors to the original trilogy.
0: Oh, <sighs> Yeah. I mean, I, I the, the prequels are just like a horrible bad dream to me. Um, so I've certainly not taken in the finer points of who the minor characters are, et cetera. Um, having said that, I think probably the telling thing about this wave is that that's my favorite figure. <laughs> so, um, so let's get into it. Uh, well, well, let's start with Yoda because he's the he's the the guy. I mean, the only reason I got the the clone sergeant is because it was cheaper for me to get the three of them together than just the two. Um, this has been a, a controversial and not terribly well loved figure, I would have to say. And uh, no. Ben, do you agree with the with the assessment of of fandom that he's not great? I do, mm.
3: I do, and I've tried. Uh, I've tried to sort of take that that independent you know approach, um, but f- for me, there's just too many things that just haven't quite worked with this figure for for me to be able to give him a, a solid pass. Um, mm. The the first thing you notice about this figure is he's huge. Um, you know, he's a really big figure. He measures, you know, three inches tall. And you sort of sit there and you go, Well, I don't understand how he can be three inches tall when, you know, if you go to Wookiepedia or anything like that, um, they talk about how Yoda's this little alien whose species has never been, um, officially announced. Um, and he's two feet tall. Now, we're talking about six inch scale action figures here and, you know, everybody knows. Six-inch scale action figure, six inches equals six feet. Uh, ergo, Yoda's two feet tall. He should be two inches tall. Um, you know, looks it's pretty, pretty simple. Um, instead, this figure is over three inches tall.
0: John, mm-hmm. when, when we think about the three and three-quarter scale, how does the scaling of Yoda to the regular size figures in three and three-quarter compare to this?
1: More like this, except in the new Star Wars black line because in the black line, they actually did a Yoda just recently that looked like a scaled down version of this one. And, um, yeah. And, uh, I may have laughed at him on the pegs, Aww. but he comes with actually a, uh, cloth blue backpack to put in on blue, which is kind of different. Um, my favorite is probably, they did one, for the Dagobah Luke, where you popped off Yoda's top of his body and put him into a sculpted backpack. I think that's been the best version so far.
3: Yeah, and certainly when I look at this figure, I'm initially he looks you know pretty good because you go oh look wow you know he comes with some nifty accessories which we'll sort of talk about in a bit um you know and he's got uh, you know the cloth robe and everything um yeah yeah great and then you know it's once you actually get him out and you're you're holding him in your hand things start to go downhill pretty quickly and the the scale thing i just think is unacceptable i, I really just don't understand how they failed so badly um whether they deliberately wanted to get yoda um, in as a as a single slot uh, rather than a pack in, um, I think you know if they were to go to scale and have him two inches tall, then he should have been a pack in with something else, um, you know, either with a uh, maybe an in training Luke figure, um, you know, with some couple of small sort of dagobah uh, mm. throw in and make it a, a deluxe set. Would have been the obvious way to do it because, um, you know, he does look tiny in the box and then you get him out and he's even, even then he's too big. Um, so yeah, I'm actually at a point now where I think if I was ever going to display a Yoda with my Star Wars black, I'd be inclined to go through the three and three quarter figures to see if I can find one that's probably oversized for that line, but might fit in well with this line. Um, I, I don't know about you, Scott. I just, to me, he's just way too big. Um, you know, you put him next to, um, um, Empire. Uh, Luke and he's actually you know he's well past Luke's waist.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I, I did um, notice that, and it doesn't it doesn't honestly really bother me just because
1: you know it's. How, yeah. how does he stand next to R two?
0: Oh, good question. I haven't uh, tried. I don't have
1: them.
3: Yeah, I don't have them. I don't have R two handy because hmm. that would be the real real test. We'll do some comparison shots. There. Yeah, 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 of the two of them together. Yeah.
0: The the thing for I mean, me, there's no
3: way you'd be putting. This guy would never fit on Luke's back, put it that way.
0: No. No. Yeah. The the thing for me that kills this is the the, the face. And I don't know if i can't work out if it's the sculpt um and the paint it, or just the paint.
1: It's the hair. Yeah. It's absolutely the hair. The hair. Mm. Because Yoda never had I solid grey thick, thick, yeah, thick hair. <laughs> um they'd have oh. been better off just to leave it off. I think. Yeah. Yeah, or, or do yeah. some kind of brush over.
3: I think the portrait for me, the reason it doesn't work is his eyes are too open. Like you, you just look at him, and he's got this expression, and the only thing I can compare it mm. to is that you know, imagine Yoda is giving a big speech to the Jedi Council, and right in the minute, right, sorry, right at that point where he's about to make his his major point of the whole speech, he just suddenly cops a whiff. Of a silent but deadly that someone's let go nearby. He's got this suddenly this this wide eyed, open, astonished look, and he just stops mid speech and he just can't believe what's going on. He's just got this
1: startled look on his face that Well, I I actually looked at this figure in the store and what my thought was was that they've tried to cheat the mold and do somewhere between a prequel and a original trilogy Yoda so that they could use him for either case.
3: Mm. Maybe he looks very young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So look, the, the scale's not working for me. The facial expression's not working for me. The hair is um, just, it's t- too much detail. Um, but something else that I find really quite frustrating is some. Um, his robe's been cut from this kind of very simple cotton, um, but they've obviously used something that's quite cheap, and it's been, you know, I'd say cut with some blunt scissors or something like that. But there's all these really loose threads. There's little threads that just continually stick out and, you know, you grab them and suddenly you've peeled them off and, um, you know, I think you could actually uh, peel away the entire robe if you weren't careful because it would just continue to do that. So, I don't know that there's much longevity in it and so I, you can sort of imagine if um, kids had this figure and they were actually playing with it, uh, I don't know that it would actually be that durable.
0: No. I think that the if you look at the um, promo shots for uh, Yoda when they announced him, um to this it is like not the same well i think it might be actually the same sculpt um but it is not the same production at all um as well as being a much lighter shade of green um the hair is uh much more understated and the um The face is just so much more detailed. The eyes are um, smaller and painted much better. So, I mean, this may be a case of just a factory, you know, saying, yeah, we'll do it and then just not really doing it. Um, But it's really disappointing.
3: Well, I mean, also he doesn't have the startled look on his face in the original promo shot. He's actually got that sort of Yoda look. He's got these wide-eyed look at the actual figure, but his robe is also cut really nicely. Um, it's got this sort of um, round, um, you know, it, it comes down from under his belt and it sort of curves around and it's got a, a nice curved cut to it. Um, and instead we've got these really rough straight edges with, yep. you know, the cotton just peeling away basically. yeah, um, It's very, very yep. odd.
0: Yeah. I feel like this is one that, you know, if this line keeps going that, they should really try to revisit in some way, whether it is a pack-in with something else, etc. But because this just just does not cut it in such a significant character in this line. It's pretty disappointing. Mm. Um, he comes with some accessories. Like he's got his lightsaber, he's got his little cane, and he's got a snake, um, yep. which are all fine.
3: Yep, yep, yep. yep. And that, that weird little necklace thingy that hangs around his neck. It's
1: yep. a cricket box. Doesn't he keep his magic cricket in there? Yeah. Uh, go on. yeah, Uncle Babachi.
0: <laughs> All right. So that's Yoda. Any any other comments about Yoda? Anyone?
3: No. Very disappointed. Oh, am I allowed to hate him?
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, the H word's pretty strong, but um, I don't know that I'd go that far, but I'm certainly less than
1: pleased. Hmm. I had actually looked at the three and three quarter black one and went, Oh, maybe that would be an upgrade. And then I went, Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just
3: looks odd in a packaging too, because he's so small because there's so much wasted space.
1: Yes.
0: I mean, and that's the sort of thing where I think, you know, as opposed to the, when I was talking about R2D2 before, where I think, you know, they, I, I could have coped with a bit less in the package and more of other things. This to me, you know, really, I kind of think, really, I paid the same price for that as I did for Darth Maul? Like, you know, how does that work out? I don't understand. Um So, yeah. Okay, TIE Fighter Pilot. Great. Uh, um Yep. So, detail-wise, I think this is great. Um You know, re- really good effort. But to me, the head is too big. He. Because he, he's Yeah, (laughs) he's quite um, he's short for me compared to some of the other adult figures, and the head's just a bit oversized. So to me, it looks a little bit like I stole my dad's uniform.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, not really getting getting that. I mean, I I love the design. I've always been a fan of the type pilot. I think the black, you know, looks very sleek. Um, I'm also glad that you know with the original concept. That they they varied it from um, a stormtrooper, so yeah, sure you've got that resemblance across the um, the face mask part of the helmet, um, but the rest is completely different. I mean, this guy's wearing a flight suit as opposed to wearing armour, um, and he's actually roughly the same size as the um, stormtrooper, the sandtrooper. No, yeah, so yeah. you know they're all roughly in scale with each other. So if you're army building, that wouldn't wouldn't look odd. I mean, this is a magnificent sculpt. They've done a great job. They have done a great job. Know, the actual. The flight suit's got yep. all the wrinkles and. Wrinkles and it is feel, a big so.
0: helmet. Like it is, it it is a big helmet. Um, so yeah. I just, I don't know. It just, I can't kind of uh, love this figure in the way that I want to because I feel like it's just too big. But that's just me. Great, um,
3: yeah. great sculpt job. There are some restrictions with the neck movement. If you try and move the um, the head too far, then the little hoses pop out um, of the helmet. But they clip in quite easily with little pegs. Uh, so that 's not so much of an issue, but I mean he looks great with the hoses that all looks fantastic. He comes with uh, i think what 's odd is um the the holster for his blaster is on the left, but the gun that actually is meant to uh, sorry the yeah. hand that is actually meant to hold it is on the right so that you know that seems a little odd because it 's also not positioned in a way that he can sort of draw it across his body um, look i just I, I love the 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 fact that the actual flight The flight suit is actually done in a dull black, but then his boots and gloves are actually done in a a glossy black, so they contrast quite well. And what little paint he actually does have which is on the um the the or whatever you call that sort of bit on his chest with all the switches and all that sort of stuff. It's all really nicely applied. That looks really good and the the tra- the transfers they've used or the decals they've used on his helmet uh, have been done really well. Oh, I really like this figure. I'm I'm quite a fan. I think this is one of the slickest looking um of the troopers and uh, yeah, I'd love to be able to get my hands on a few more.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know why I can't love him in the way that that you do, but I I <laughs> I can't. I like him. I do. I do like him. He just doesn't. I don't know. He feels undersized to me. You know? Well, but mm.
1: I, I think that's accurate because you you don't have armor on underneath that whole thing, and that helmet's going to look like that.
3: You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The armor does bulk things up, and I, I guess the other thing is, by the time we get to this point in the the story with um, with Star Wars, the clones are all um, are all gone, and the Empire relies on. Um, either volunteers
1: or, or sort of conscripts. So yeah, yeah, he could just be a little dude. Yeah, it could yeah. be. But I, I think even when you see them in the film, they look like that. When they're standing next to Vader, they look the the hel the helmet looks like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. no, I think um, you're right.
0: I think you're right. It just doesn't quite look like I sh- it should in my brain. I don't
1: know. The in the original trilogy, <laughs> um, the most of those holsters were left handed because that that Sterling rifle there their guns based on is, uh, the, the checks out the left side. So a lot of yep. stormtroopers were left-handed to begin with. So.
3: Mm. Well, I'm going to start putting my money away now so that when they finally bring out a, um, one 12 scale TIE
0: fighter. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Good. So. Very good. And then finally our clone commander that John's already, um, given me some background on.
1: It appears he was at the battle of Kashyyyk. He was one of the commanders there. Yeah, from Arnold's look, research.
0: I, okay. I'm Like, okay, <laughs> people, people are writing their emails now.
3: They, uh, actually, it was the. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, look, I think this is just something we're going to see a lot more of. You know, this is the how can we l- legitimately fill a slot with the the cheapest possible? Yep. Um, you know, figure that can means that we can save some money and uh, do some of the more expensive figures later on. So, you know, I fear that we're going to get a lot of this, so I think we're going to end up with Rainbow Troopers.
0: Yep. I mean, look, that is fine, I think, in in a line like this where you don't have to buy them. There's no builder figure, you know, that sort of thing. Like, it's not um, – I do find, uh, because this is the kind of stuff that we can't really find in the wild, that it is hard to – Find them at a good price individually, so I end up getting the cases or the little packs because. Um, but it would bother me more if they were doing this kind of filler and there was some reason why you needed to buy it. Um, mm. because some people, you know, for people that like the prequels and um, that you know want to armor build these guys, they're probably really excited.
3: Yeah and look you know it's it's certainly a beautifully sculpted figure it yep. looks quite nice i think yep. um they they've sort of skimped on a few of the paints here and there cuz he's cast in white plastic um and so they've slapped the green paint over the top and in a couple of places the the paint apps are a bit um a bit dodgy but i don't know it's not just you know you know people have that sort of love hate relationship with the prequels but for me putting that aside i just think the stormtrooper just has a much better aesthetic to it, and I, I never sort of took to these um, the way the I did to the stormtroopers, and that could just be nostalgia talking. Um, so, look for me, you know, this is a it's a fun figure to have, and you put him next to the other clones. But you know, I certainly won't be jumping um, for joy if they announce you know further clones down the line.
1: Is there weathering on his knee pads, or is that just the way the pictures look?
3: No, they've kind of painted it a um, a strange kind of off white. Really, 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 really light grey colour. Um, whether that's intentional to contrast between the thigh and shin armour. Um, the same is um said for the bands on the elbow armour as well. So it it does yeah. it, it is definitely a different colour and they've painted it on rather sort of shoddily.
1: Hmm. So you know where we've seen you know, in the original trilogy, you always see the stormtroopers and you think of Mon Death Star being all nice and shiny white. Very rarely did we see any of the clone troopers this clean in any <laughs> of the yeah. films. True. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. But I
3: mean this guy comes with two accessories. So he comes with his um his sort of small blaster and the uh, the giant rifle blaster. So um yeah, look, you know, they they might be cranking out some reuse on the bucks here, but, um, uh, you know, at least you get some nifty accessories to go with him.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, th- like I said at the beginning, uh, I, this is my, you know, favorite figure of, I mean, it's the kind of best of a, uh, whatever, a bunch. Um, but <laughs> you know, in terms of it, it, unpacking and posing, et cetera, uh, you know, I, and, and I've got no affection for, this version but i quite liked it you know, i think it, i thought it was a good figure mm-hmm. but but having said that do i need it in every color of the rainbow definitely not
1: um yeah look no i think skittle troopers for scott no, no skittle right. troopers
3: <laughs> I, I think what i'd be looking for from Hasbro, if, if they insist on doing this you know minimal costing thing um for a slot every now and then is uh, some variation in the weaponry um you know in the the clone wars cartoon they have the um those handheld sort of Gatling guns, the the sort of the support guys use. So it'd be nice to see them vary up the accessories that we get with those rather than just cranking out the same two guns over and over again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, like, with this line, I I wonder um, what kind of plan there is because it seems to me like uh, the, the, the waves are getting pretty ragtag um, mm. You know that the a, a wave of three doesn't feel very much like a wave.
3: What they seem to, to be doing is is cutting costs by having three figure waves and then reissuing a figure. Uh, and in this case, the fourth figure in the wave was the um, the Obi Wan Kenobi, and you know I think I still see them on the pegs everywhere. Yeah, so for sure. And the odd choice,
0: very odd. Um, you know I think it would be they'd be much better off if they have to do that to put a wave of three and double up on an army builder character.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, so give us Yoda, the clone guy and two TIE fighter pilots or, or whatever. Um, because from a case point of view, like people would buy that. So, um, but it just, yeah, it feels, I think in order to kind of keep people's, keep the momentum of this line and keep the interest going, the, uh, Assortments are really important because you've got to kind of draw in fans of the different eras and etc and obviously Yoda's a uh, should be a kind of anchor for any wave if the hit wasn't stuffed up like this one, but it just kind of yeah. doesn't this this assortment doesn't hang very well together for me and it may be a case of you know when things are ready to go, etc but yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And look, we know how expensive it is to to tool up a new figure, um, a unique figure. Uh, You know, you're looking at huge overheads. But if that new figure is an army builder, you think that that would actually, you know, it would be, there'd be a logical sort of, um, you know, it'd be conducive to sales. So, yeah, doing a Tuscan Raider is going to be expensive because it's a brand new figure. But everywhere I go that sells Star Wars Black, there are never any army builders on the pegs. No. Any, anywhere, every every army builder, storm stormtrooper, trooper, you know, tie pilot, not to be seen anywhere. So
0: that's yeah, no, that's very true, very true. I I just hope that this um you know has the longevity that it needs to cover all the bases that it needs to cover. Um mm, and mm-hmm. and you know you would you would think that um they would find a way to make that work, but yeah yeah yeah. yeah I'm looking forward. to I mean, obviously, there's some uh exciting, uh, things coming up, boss IG-88, et cetera. Yes. And, uh, yep. you know, I'm obviously really looking forward to that. Um, but this was a bit of a ho-hum yeah, uh, one for me. Um, and, 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 you know, when you look at the new kind of cases, et cetera, that are coming out, um, there's some weird assortments out there, uh, that, yeah, I'm not sure about, uh, how, uh, easy it's going to be if you are not in the States and can get these off the pegs to get some of those mm. characters because there seems to be a lot of reissue in some of the assortments that are yes. coming up so it's a bit of a worry so yeah not not the most exciting um, <laughs> Star Wars Black review um, John and Justin no. thoughts to add uh,
2: my my interest is waning and it's really sad because I was been waiting for this for ages, but I
1: just
2: I almost can't be bothered <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the truth.
1: Oh. I like yeah. the TIE pilot. If I was ever going to cosplay Star Wars, that's what it'd probably be, TIE pilot.
0: Hmm.
2: I'd be an Imperial Guard.
1: No, that'd be a good it's, one. You just
3: get around dressed in a red curtain. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I love those. I, I love the Imperial Guard. They're one of my faves. I can't wait for that. Um... That's something I'd even consider army building. Ooh. I've actually got i got a few stormtroopers, i got to say, because when I've seen them, because like, those early waves did make it out here. And uh, so when I saw them, I was like, oh, I better grab this because it would be so hard to find if I ever decide I want more. Um, and, uh, of course, now, you know, I have nightmares sometimes that I'm, I'm going to decide to army build Slave Leia and it's going to be too late.
2: It will never be too late.
3: (laughs) Uh, If you need Greedo, let me know. Uh,
0: I don't see Greedo around my way that much. I see um, layers, layers, and layers, and layers, and layers of layers. Layers and layers.
1: I think the layers and the Greedos are gone here finally.
0: (laughs) I've got the, the couple of places that I check. There's they have like dozens of Slave layers, and wow. still some, still some Han Solo's too. Um, yeah. Yeah. i see. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see Hannah. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was, um, the world's least exciting star Wars, black wave so far and review. And, uh, but we're going to make up for it with some really exciting feedback when we come back. I don't know that we actually have exciting feedback, but we're going to read it in a very exciting way. Right. Yeah.
1: I can't Yay. take that kind of pressure.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll let Justin do it. Thanks. Mark. You're You're with Talking Space Pack says eight things. Mork talking ragdoll says seven things. When you pull the string, you can never be sure what these two will say next. And here's Mork from ork An Ork egg. And Mindy Doll too. Five fun toys each sold separately. Mork, Mork. Mork. Mork Doll with Talking Space Pack. Other Mork Collection toys are each sold separately. New from Mattel. Well, we love hearing from you, and there are so many different ways that you can communicate with us. You can send us an email at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, you can post on our Facebook page. You can tweet us at AF Blues. You can follow us on Instagram, and now you can post news on our subreddit. We are just everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. And but we've got some feedback tonight. But before we do, Ben, you have an update on something that you mentioned earlier.
3: I do. A few weeks ago, we talked about the Wonder Woman premium format statue, and uh, even though I absolutely love that particular piece, uh, I was very disappointed. Um, to find that the paint on my base was actually cracked um, in one particular spot to the, and, and sort of had fractured the paint and uh, some of it had actually chipped off and, and wasn't even present in the box, oh. um, which was really disappointing. Um, and there was also a, a really odd black mark on the back of one of her boots um, as if someone had accidentally bumped a, a black, like a Sharpie or a black marker on the back of her boot, uh, which is sort of very odd. Um, And I thought, you know, look, that's the base in particular is unacceptable. Um, So I contacted Sideshow and uh, on some of the forums, you know, there are some pretty um, picky people who send a lot of stuff back and Sideshow, um, they take a pretty firm stance. Like they're very, very good at responding, but sometimes they'll take a firm stance and just say, uh, you know that's within the boundaries of acceptability. Um, but a very very nice fellow from Sideshow got in touch with me after I um, I submitted a uh, not, well not a complaint but I guess a, you know, some something for feedback with some photos. Um, and he said that the base was unacceptable and it shouldn't have been sent out to me, uh, and that they would be sending out a new base. Yay! Which I, I was yeah I was quite excited about. Um, and the other thing is he said, with the body, uh, he said that's quite unfortunate. that's not something to do with the the production. so he was quite disappointed about that and said that um, he could actually send out a new body. And he said, if you don't want me to send out a new body, we can give you sixty five dollars credit to spend on whatever you like. Um, so at first, I was actually going to get the new body, and then I, I mulled it over for a little bit and I thought about how hard it was to actually get the hair on and to oh, yeah. also get her her two arms on. And they, they were difficult. They were a tight fit. And I thought the idea of actually having to sort of wiggle off both arms, then wiggle the hair off, uh, and then get them onto a new body, which might have the same sort of problems, um, I, I was – I'm more likely to probably do more damage to the statue um, by, you know, her hair is is just so fragile. I thought I'll, I'll probably break hair strands or the end of the spear or something like that. Um, so yeah, in the end, I decided just to take the sixty-five dollar credit, um, and I'll uh, I'll try and fix the black mark myself to the best of my ability. And hmm. even if I can't, even if I can't do that, uh, it's on the back of her boot where I can't see it. Um, but it was interesting because the the message that said they were sending out a, a new base. He said you have to take the old one and destroy it. And uh, <laughs> there was a there was a, a nifty little thing there that said um, we don't suggest you actually throw it from a uh, a great height. <laughs> so, so I'd say people have taken it upon themselves to throw it off their balconies and things like that. Uh, his suggestion was to put it in a pillowcase and gently tap it with a hammer. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, there you go. My my new base is on its way. So I, I'm very pleased with uh, Sideshow's um, customer feedback process. Um, Excellent. Very pleased with yeah that that sort of uh, interaction and uh, yeah, give them that two thumbs. That is a good
0: news story, really. It is. It hey. is. Yeah. Very good. Now, Justin, you have some feedback to share with us.
2: I do. It comes from the forum. It comes from our friend Eddie Prime Numbers and yours. <laughs> right. yeah. Just to jump in, robot dinosaurs have been part of Batman's history since 1946. In the story Dinosaur Island, it's why he has a robot T-Rex in the cave in almost every recreation of it.
0: Yeah, so this is in there response to our red card last week about Mattel's uh, new DC license effort, and I totally get that. There is no comic-related justification that can tell me that that thing that they're making is not a piece of crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'd say so. something but i'm not going to
0: no please do
1: i still like it i do oh,
0: no, i totally get I like it. It. look like, I, I, as a toy you know the kind of thing that you know you might buy for a kid or whatever it's absolutely fine the reason that i red carded it was because i think it's a real statement of where mattel's handling of what could be the, one of the best toy licenses that you could possibly have has fallen to. That, you know, mm. they can't produce anything comic accurate. They couldn't get a subscription together. They couldn't keep comic accurate toys at retail. Uh, but so now they're making robot uh, Batman on robot dinosaurs that don't look anything like robot dinosaurs from the Batman comics. They look like Robot dinosaurs in the Batman comics that were raped by Transformers. (laughs)
1: Well, that's what it looks like when you burn the skin off.
0: Ugh! Whatever. It sucks. It's horrible. But thanks, Eddie. Okay. Um, And, John, you have our last bit of feedback.
1: I have something from Derek W.C. Um, from the Fanholes podcast. He says, uh, collector-friendly packaging. Wanted to share my thoughts on a nitpicky element here. Is it really collector-friendly if you have to pry the suckers out of plastic per tray? <laughs> um, I would imagine John Adam for sure might appreciate how spoiled you can become regarding the packaging for S.H. Figuarts. That even extends to other lines like Monster Arts or Ultra Act. They're not stuck and tra- trapped like prisoners and you don't end up turning the entire tray inside out once you grant them an early release. Um. Yeah, I'd agree with that because I've had some figures, especially in the three and three quarters. It seems like everybody wants to like the figures actually like gripped in there, mm. you know, and you kind of like manhandle the thing out of the out of the tray. Whereas with most of the figure art stuff, they uh, once you get the the trays apart, they uh, they just kind of come out. They don't you don't have that. The tray's not molded to grip them. I guess.
0: Mm. Huh. Mm. Uh, yeah, I i totally agree with that i think um as i said in toy of the week when when we talk about collector friendly packaging in toy of the week i tend to think about like could you put it back together um but you know i agree like those star wars black figures they they are so ridiculously vacuum packed into the plastic tray um like you can put them back in but it's crazy so i, I totally get what you saying
1: Yeah, like the the figure arts ones I have, they have like little um, little snaps and you can kind of push on those from underneath and release them, you know, and it releases the upper tray and then the figures just sitting in there and you can take it right out, um, which is kind of nice. And then, like I said, I've had some three and three quarter figures where it it feels like you've almost got to pick that tray up and bend it in half to get the figure out of it. And Mm. and don't get me started on the little plastic rubber bands that they use on them. Uh, If you're going to make it that hard to get it out of the tray, I don't think you need the rubber bands too. No, no, that's not, that's not collector friendly.
0: No, for sure. But that is a very good point, Derek. Thank you. Cause I suppose we've started to take for granted what we mean by that. And it's good to clarify. Yeah. True. Beautiful. Well, we did it. All right. Yay. Good stuff. Yeah. Yay. Thank you everybody. And uh thank you again uh for those of you that have participated uh in our subreddit. Um we would love to get particularly people who collect things that we're not good at covering, um Transformers, WWE, etc., if there's a particular news items in those licenses, but anything that you see out there uh that we may not have seen. Please come over to the subreddit, pop it on. And uh, even if you just want to come and vote on the stories that are there, it will help us decide what are the headlines of the week. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you very much, everybody.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good
1: Good night, night, Argentina. Yay
0: on purpose no <laughs> oh damn it i wish i was recording oh so funny how are you tired yeah i bet um i've already i've briefly spoken to ben and then he disappeared i tried justin and i couldn't hear him so i'm going to try and add him to this call now okay okay here we go. oh justin said technical difficulties he could hear me well i couldn't hear you bro I'll try adding them again. <laughs> so funny. That and my tomatoes. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, I've never heard of that. Um, wild cherry wild, wild
1: tomatoes. I'll
0: take ah. some photos.
1: Yeah, please. It's, I- hard to, it's, it's hard to grow tomatoes here. I mean, people, you know, take those to fairs. Yeah,
4: <laughs> take those to fairs.
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm laughing so
0: hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gone. Okay, all right. Let's so, let's do some news. Okay, we can try. Have you? Hey, you haven't accepted What's wrong the with your canned strawberries. We do have strawberries, I'm joking.
1: Um, (laughs) Now the whole world's going to think you don't. (laughs) Only the dumb ones.
0: It is. Okay. Well, we might cut in because I asked you why you shouldn't do a wasp's nest during uh, the daytime. So if I count you in and you answer that question, we'll go from there, okay?
2: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> He's under his desk at the moment. I'm just sorting things out. Okay, let's see how we go. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, it's a pleasure okay. being a part
2: of this
3: professional operation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> here we go. In justin answering the wasp question, in mm-hmm. five, four, three. <laughs> um really? I had no idea. I wow. know, I know. And who never right. thought? Hey, how's what? that? What? <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell anymore. I try All again. Right. Yes, okay. try again. Okay, here we go.
2: What was the question? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, here we go. In five, four, three. Well, we love hearing from you, and we have so many different places where you can communicate with us. <laughs> Hello? Hello?
3: Hello? Oh, Hello? Who's sniffing? Hello?
0: There was sniffling. There was coughing. Sniff.
3: Stretching. Was it me?
0: Noisy stretching. Okay, try that again. Fine. It takes a lot to unfold it. Ew. <laughs> Four. Gross three Instagram agrees with me by the way. What? Oh when I posted the picture on Instagram, people commented and said I would have bought this if it made sound.
1: Hmm.
0: So it's not just me that's wrong, it's Instagram. Damn straight. <laughs> Five. Four. I can't get it out of my head. Three.
1: Well. Wait, I'm going to let you go on, but let me just say this show would be better with some Beyonce. Uh...